the bong oh the table. christening yeah this is the bong table the bong we are right. this is the third episode here though. thank you for joining us at the bong table for the third <laughs> episode yeah we are the knights of the bong table and we need to come up with some kind of uh, ritual to initiate this uh magical moment of bong sessions <laughs> magical thinking man Ooh, that is true i'm just gonna get you really high that's usually what I do. Uh, that's anyway. usually the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> the, just that's get, usually get my ritual. Get him too high. And then as, uh, as Shockley would say, you burn the sacred herb and commence the sacrament. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go then. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the right way to do wrong. I am one of your hosts, Blaken, with his main man, his side chick, Karaja, man of God. Does this come out? <laughs> yeah, it comes out when you get done to take your oh. hit. Yeah, you you pull it out. Oh, nah, I know suck you're not on it. Pulling out, but you gotta <laughs> <laughs> push and pray, baby. <laughs> Honestly, it's making me wonder if I'm cheating blanks. <laughs> I mean, there's been a time where you've been. <clears throat> no, like seriously, a lot of people think that weed makes your swimmer swim, honey. When well, I say that, I fucking slammed two into Libby. So, well, <laughs> well, the thing is, she I only recently. I yeah. She is a woman of class. That's true. <laughs> yeah, she's she gonna be. Just, <laughs> I a woman tonight. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I not what I said. That is. I slammed my cummies deep inside her cervix. Yes, yes. I it still doesn't sound good. I, <laughs> I slammed life into her consummary womb. With the paint tickler. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) You went and bought a taint tickler, but you still got your pregnant your wife pregnant. (laughs) Well yeah. (sighs) I love you. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. So you slammed two into Libby. I I slammed two beautiful children into my wonderful, amazing And one of them just had a birthday. She did. She did turn two. Happy birthday to her. Little miss. She's Are you so gonna cute. have another one, or do you want to stop it too? Now, pretty sure we're stopping. You got to have the the children's trifecta. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> we wouldn't. I, it's expensive. We won't not have three, but like I don't know. Uh, she she wants to be done. Fucking done. We may Can adopt. We, blame her? we may adopt. Yeah. Oh, that's- um, I, I don't have an issue with that. And like, I don't know. A lot of people have this stigma like, oh, you're going to try for that boy. And it's like, oh, honestly, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a boy. Yeah. I am very content with my two girls. Mm-hmm. The children's lineage, the bloodline will sneak through. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, honestly, so. like, the, you know, honestly, I mean, <laughs> right. I got an uncle. He's uh, yeah. got a kids. Right. And, so and, I technically don't have to have a kid. <laughs> right. And like, I don't know. My and that's just the old fashioned setting because like my parents they are a little um they are a little classical. Well, my family's from farmers. Like Oh, okay. So like okay. it's just a natural like thought process, like you want to have a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. To help tend the farm and to help grow a livelihood and keep things going. And so, like, that just kind of gets passed down generationally. Yeah, through with the children. children workers. Let's have. Yeah, maybe. children workers. That's right. How are you expecting me to pop out of this thing? I mean, you said it could park a truck. Oh, easily. Hey, you said it could listen, drive a truck. One of my best friends, this guy was a riot. 
at Spirit Aero Systems, but like he used to say, you're going to learn today. <laughs> that, was, that, was, uh, that was his favorite thing to say because he, he would always tell his girl, um, uh, Vang would always tell his girl, or he would always joke that he was going to tell his girl that we're going to have about 13, 14. Ooh! Hell no. You're going to line them shits out. You be doctor. You be lawyer. <laughs> he had a plan. He fucking on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's the same we as. going to give you purpose. <gasps> and it's the same gamble as investing in stocks as your retirement. <laughs> Absolutely. Just cheaper. You're just investing You're in You're just children. investing your hopes and dreams. Yes. Wow. Let's have a lot of kids. Actually, the best part retirement is. Retirement plan, man. The best part is when you we'll realize. Which one has the most money or the most, you know friendliest and then we'll just live with them when we retire and we're old and they can wipe our butts yes no what's gonna happen is we're gonna get a trust friend for my parents my mom dies because she's worth over half a mil so we're gonna no unless she unless she does what other people in my family have done and put it into brokerage firms (laughs) and the and the money get just fucking what? Yeah. Yeah, I I know I have family members that uh put their inheritance into uh you know, like hedge not hedge funds, but like brokerage companies and and stockbroker mm-hmm. accountants mm-hmm. and uh get fucking taken hand over fist. They're like, "Well, sorry, it just didn't work out. You know, market's bad right now." Well, my blessed Aunt Audra, you know, RIP rest her soul. <sighs> I miss her. Um, man, she was a fucking. She was a fucking mess. Yeah. But, uh, you say that, and I wish you would have gotten to meet her. But like, she was like, she was just Jennifer so was just like her. Apparently, Jennifer is just like her. Like, but you haven't seen Jennifer when she's Jennifer. That's true. She is a bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I love her so much, and she's not. She's not bitchy. We've never. Your been. sister is. Amazing. Our relationship that her and I have is a lot different than her actual outside persona. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the persona that she puts out to the public is that she's like, she, she I'm a strong independent, but you don't fuck with me. You know what I mean? Yes. And so that was Audra. And so um, her husband, like, I a lot of my annoying you because I love you, I get from him. Mm-hmm. But he farting was, all the time. Well, well kind of. <laughs> And, um, you know, or just picking at you because I love you and making you like, whoa, because she's picking up homeless women because when you're done with him, you can drop them off anywhere. <laughs> that was one of his things that from word for word. <laughs> Shut up. So, no, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. legit. I was fucking. Uh, yeah. Love I that mean, man. Clearly, it's not good. Uh, you're not it's okay. Bad. I'm not okay. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Like I understand that's a terrible, terrible, terrible Absolutely thing. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> and it's very no it's very dehumanizing. Um and you know, I, I I totally get that. But that was like his kind of like humor, just that he was just off the wall, like and like would go too far. You know what I mean? Like his favorite thing would be like, Hey Audra, you want a poke? What? Just with the family around, just right, embarrassing. Right. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god! Yeah. So they were like, he was a trucker. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, like yes. Oh, very, very rough. He, and was yeah. them folks. Was uh-huh. a trucker? I think he was a trucker when I was. We were young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, for most of my childhood, like they did other stuff throughout their lives, but right. for as long as I remember, they were. It wasn't until our teenage years I remember him settling. We'll call it when he was staying here. I or, when he was drinking here. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> no, um, 
I love him. I At that point, him. he was trying to retire, and so he would do like he would try. He would go a little while without working and get frustrated, and then he would drive um, for somebody, and then he eventually got a uh, like semi regular schedule. And is it? But anyways, the whole point that I brought them up for was the insurance thing. Her whole life, um, like she, you know, that for a lot of of their life, she worked and stuff. But eventually, when I was born, at <laughs> she stopped working and um, was kind of the homemaker and would spend the money, but she always made sure the bills were paid, always had life insurance, and all, all, always had her shit together, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because at one point she racked up tons of credit card debt, <laughs> but she got her all, she had her shit together. I remember yeah. her working and getting, yeah. shit all, getting it paid off. Uh, and and then, I- well, yeah. the thing is, whenever <laughs> she... Um, uh, Pagnos, she was kind of, it, we weren't sure if it was like dementia or what, but she was just having tons of tons of memory problems mm. and kind of just, it was probably dementia and we just didn't know enough about it and it was never diagnosed. Mm. So, um, we found out whenever she died, my mom helped my uncle get his bills in order because he, he honestly didn't know how to read and he <laughs> was it. yeah he didn't know how to read and oh, wow. um i don't know why i thought he passed before audrey no you know he, he I, I know i just yeah. i don't know why I so um so she helped him get his money his money figured out basically he had no idea how anything worked how banks worked he hadn't written a check like he was still trying to write checks you know what i mean like wow. yeah he didn't didn't yeah. know didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Had a no no he right. only ever used cash and so whatever my, that's what my parents are like my mom makes the money and my dad pays the bills yeah my daughter died. She's gonna like. Yeah, that's my mom. My my family's livelihood. Yeah, it's yeah. Daddy's the breadwinner and does stuff. That's my that's my dad. So if he goes, I'm gonna have to figure out everything. I'm gonna have to help mom. The breadwinner in my family was always my mom. Yeah, and I always had my dad at home. Yeah, good for her. I grew up with a single dad. Yeah, much. She works six days a week, so I was raised with. Get that money, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And he just stays home and. He's, you know, he's got it made. He gets by guitar parts all the time. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream, yeah. Living the dream. But, um, but anyways, because she was sick, yeah, she quit paying her life insurance. <sighs> so whenever she passed, <clears throat> instead of the house getting paid off and all that, oh, no. uh, he still had a mortgage he had to pay. Right. And... He uh, had a heart attack or something shortly after she passed. And he no 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 have... I'm sorry he had a stroke. He had a stroke. That's no, no, no 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 I'm sorry no. he did have a heart attack. He had a heart attack around the time that she died. And um, after that it was just kind of all downhill. And then he had a stroke and that's how he passed because he had a stroke. He, had a stroke. Yeah. he just didn't want to live after that. He he signed a DNR and it's like he just he wasn't there enough to live mm-hmm. and so he just didn't want to you yeah know what i mean I, yeah yeah so it, yeah. yeah yeah my dad went through that with his dad uh, he he literally just lost the will to eat mm-hmm. he just uh they they found out he had cancer oh. and it's one of the side effects of cancer um i think it was like melanoma it was a form of skin cancer okay but it was the same same situation. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, I, it's just a part of life, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cancer is so like 
scary. I'm just, it's so common nowadays. I just... You know, I've, I can at least name three family members that have had cancer. Right. And it sucks. You know, it's just... Well, I can name... And I have a very small family. Uh, <laughs> two grandfathers. Oh, my gosh. Three grandfathers. Because, well, one's a step. Oh, okay. But... Um, but still, that's a lot. Still, yeah, three yeah. three males, uh, and then my grandmother on my mom's side co- contracted a rare, f- not contracted, but developed a rare form of uh, leukemia, and it was like a very aggressive, uh, very different form of leukemia that mm-hmm. develops in your bone marrow, and so. And, and honestly, what killed her wasn't the cancer. Uh, they got her blood count down to zero, and she got out of bed in the middle of the night and tripped over a bedpan, no and way. she cut her she cut her big toe, just got a little nick on her big toe from that bedpan. Mm-hmm. And because fecal matter and urine was in the bedpan, yeah. it caused that little bitty scratch to get infected. And that infection just yes. fucking because she had no immunity. Like leukemia is defective white blood cells, and they basically removed all her white blood cells with the chemo and radiation. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, it, it fucking uh, it was devastating. It was that was a really different experience for me. Um, that was my first real. That was my first real experience with a familial death, but uh, that was my first experience with true terror in someone's eyes. Just, yeah, uh, because they turned, they were like, look, we're going to have to pull her off life support. She's not going to make it. The infection spread to her lungs. She's going to die. And at one point, one of the doctors, it, it it was the first time I ever saw someone not prepared. Yeah. Not like she, uh, unannounced to them, she had no idea what was going on when she came out of it because the last thing she heard was, hey, we're going to have to put you under. Oh. Right. right, We're going to have to put you under because we've got to get your white blood cell count down and you've got this infection and we're going to put you in an induced coma to help your body fight this infection on its own. And so the next thing that happened is they're pulling the plug and she comes out of this coma and wakes up. So the last thing she remembers is going to sleep, I'm sure. And then she wakes up and she's got her children. She can look out the window and see all her grandchildren and just terror and tears are all I see in this woman's eyes. And Oh, fuck that sticks with you. Like Libby was Libby was like standing with me. And like we were just dating at the time. (laughs) She's just out of a fucking movie. She didn't know what to do. And like, cause we, the grandchildren weren't allowed in there. Of course it was just my mom, uh, Uncle Darius, Regina and Donna. And they're all, of course, you know, understandably hysterical and holding on to their mom for possibly the last time. And then, uh, takes a few breaths and then closes her eyes releases the last breath and she passes so then that was that was you know my first like true uh 
because I've dealt with death before. I've had that phone call while I was at work. Hey, your grandfather passed away. Yeah. Funeral's going to be such and such. They're doing a viewing this day. But it was like, hey, it's getting bad. You need to probably come up to the hospital and see her. Yeah. <laughs> so we get there thinking that we were just going to wash them, flip the switch, and then she would stop breathing, and that would be the end of it. Yeah. But, like, no, she woke no. up, and we got a completely different. Uh, funny thing about this, I'm not going to mention the hospital's name because if they ever contact me again, I would be curious. Um, there was millions of dollars in hospital debt. From her death yeah. that racked up with that cancer and the treatment. Yeah. At, at, uh, at, uh, I almost fucked up. Yeah. Right. At, um, at the that place. place. So basically, uh, it was, it was close to $2 million. Yeah. And then they, my, my family gets a letter in the mail. My, the, the sibling, my mom and her siblings mm-hmm. get a letter in the mail from this facility and they said, oh, hey, the uh, bill's been taken care of. Sorry for your loss. And, like, if you know uh, financial institutions mm-hmm. that happen to be in the health industry, yeah, uh, they don't just uh, fucking forgive no. cancer treatment like That's that. Crazy. That's fucking money for, the, like, a good while yeah. that they're going to be. So I, I oh, personally. Did they? Anyway, uh, it was, like, no harm, no foul. Like, because my family was, like. Fuck, what can we do? We dodged out. a bullet. Oh, oh. What is a bunch of fucking, bunch of fucking farmers that live in a trailer out in the country going to do, man? Yeah. Like, they're not even really farmers. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they just have a couple head of cattle to fucking make it through the year. That sell at auction. So they literally forgave all the debt? So well, you think that someone got a I think fat they check. got wise to it, and they were like, uh, this doesn't look good. Let's just... Let's call oh. it even Stevens and oh, hope oh, they leave oh, it alone. Oh, 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 oh. I see what you're I, trying to Yeah, say. you see what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I think. It took happened. me a minute to connect the dots. I'm not firing all. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. My bad. No, like, it, it just felt weird. Yeah. It felt like a very <clears throat> weird situation because if I ran a financial institution, that the same thing happened. It's so fucking crazy how we have so many similar things in our life because the same thing happened with my aunt. That's how she passed. She had, um, she, the truth is she went for something that should have been, should have been even at her age. It had a high percent chance of survival. It should have been like in her health and everything besides the mental facilities. It should have been survivable. Can I ask what the surgery was? She had, um, piece of not a piece but like a chunk a length of her intestine taken out oh okay yes uh uh i believe that's called a cholestectomy i don't or they just take a section i believe i'm not sure Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but Uh, there was no there was no cancer or nothing uh, i've got a very good friend of mine i play with online that's had the same surgery and survived it yeah so it was so it was it wasn't like it wasn't because of cancer there's nothing like that it was just it had perforated or something basically yeah and um, she went septic and died. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what killed her. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. In the hospital, she was in the intensive care, or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh no, I lied to you. Actually, it, um, they moved her to a um, like a kind of like a live-in physical therapy hospital. Okay. Yes. Kind of like an intensive care rehabilitation, like kind a of physical yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's where it went. That's where she got the infection. 
Wow. Uh huh. Yep. Sounds like <clears throat> and that's that's the same thing with the bills. They never came knocking. Yep. They never. Yep. Yeah. Never. The uh, the tax man don't cometh. Yeah. Well, like, I, what, 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 and I know like medical debt can't really. <laughs> I don't think medical debt can go. Um, I know for sure like the children and stuff because the children are not responsible. Right. But I don't know about the spouse. The spouse oh, well, even the children. They would. My, if my children were in the pediatrics ward. I would receive a bill. Sure. As their because you're a guardian. But like, you know, if your parent, your adult parent and your adult child, the child's not responsible. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But okay. I don't know what the law is for spouses. Uh, uh, so maybe that could be the reason. Maybe it's just the law that they don't go after them. But you're well, saying something maybe. happened to your... never inherited any debt from Aunt Tracy's death. My Aunt Tracy was practically so I guess mother... I guess then the spouses are covered then. Yeah. Okay. Because, um, well. If you have the insurance. Well, no, he was it was he didn't have nothing. Oh, yeah, he had well, Medicare. He didn't have to pay anything. But we, but during that time when Aunt Tracy, she had cancer. She had the rare cancer, and uh, I don't know my practically my whole life. And uh, well, I know she like, died with like Jim. When he passed, uh, th- there were bills out the fucking wazoo, and uh, but he also uh, he had a lot of life insurance policies mm-hmm. taken out because of his age and mm-hmm. yeah. just because he was still working and he could afford to pay for these yeah. things, which was smart. That's it was smart. absolutely smart for him to do at that age because he was still working. And he was like, if I go, I I want everyone taken care of. Mm-hmm. So when he died, uh, the car was paid off. I think the mortgage got taken care of, mm-hmm. uh, and his his funeral was paid for. Yeah, uh, which that's excellent. He didn't even. I mean, he we spread his ashes on the farm mm-hmm. up in the Panhandle, um, and then they spread the other half of his ashes in California off Highway One. Because that's, uh, that's where he he lived for a long time before here. Because Libby was born in Cali. Yeah, okay. she's a California girl. She's a California girl. Yeah. Oh, that's they're, sweet. Uh, they're a special breed. I'm just an Okie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just roll your eyes? No. I, oh, I was like, <laughs> I never. No. I don't think I did. If I did, it wasn't like being sassy. I, I know. If I, I did, it was like... subconscious. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I'm not an Okie at all. I don't have any kind of... I don't have a hick accent or nothing. I'm telling you, man. How do you think I feel? I'm an Inuit and I have a hick accent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to go visit your family. like, what the fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> I've had people tell me I've had different kinds of accents. They told me I've had a southern accent. I've actually had people ask me if I'm from Chicago. But when we were drinking, um, I would know that she was toast. Whenever uh, she started talking like a southern belle and didn't know that she was doing it. And I was like, okay, it's time to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. I remember we were sitting outside of, um, like, Whittier Bar one time, and she was talking to one of the girls, and I turn around, and I hear, like, I hear this southern belle. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look at it and say, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, why are you talking like, like what? <laughs> it, it reminded me of, like, the, um, 
I don't know, old Greg or something. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't old know Greg. why. Today I'm old Greg. Ah, shit. Look yes. at that smug motherfucker behind you. I know, he is so smug. That cat. Have you seen him? That cat. Yeah. <laughs> he is so fucking. He's king of the fucking world right now. Right now he has freaking candle wax on his tail. Wow. He's so honorary, he gets in the candle wax. He keeps wax. getting it on there. It's from the candle warmer. Because he wants to go out the front, he wants to sneak out the front door, so he'll jump up on the, uh. <laughs> on, on the table right there. Yeah. And so, you know, you and his tail will swish, him. his tail will swish and dip right in the freaking candle warmer. <laughs> Bring me to life. <laughs> Bring me back. What, what, how's Bring it go? Bring me to life. I was just thinking it because he's like stretching up. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, it's the lungs. We're not making fun of you because I do that he all does the time. He does the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does the same thing. And so I'm like, hmm. Uh-uh. Except you moan really loud sometimes when you do it. You can't help that. No, he he does it very sexually. No, he does, he's like in the back, like ah. Oh, I also do that while I'm driving, though. Oh, it gets on my fucking nerves. He'll just sit there and he'll go ah ah ah. Like stop. Okay, so the truth is, this is what I'll do. We'll be driving, and she won't be like. I don't know. We'll haven't talked for like ten minutes or something. I'll go, ah! <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then I'll stop, and then I'll roll down the window like at a red light. Ah! And there's people around, and they're like, "What the fuck, Dad?" <laughs> yeah, Dad. We've done that. I've done that. Um, we do that all the time. Yeah, when I used to live over in the other house, um, we'd go down Eleventh Street, and there's all the restaurants that have the patio seating. And so one time, I went, Dad, and this guy looked, and his wife like. <gasps> <laughs> I yeah. a girl one time and I just looked at her in the eyes when we drove by oh, yes. all, all I said all I said was bark and they were like ah! he scared him so bad scared the shit out of him because <gasps> we were cutting through campus there you know the TU campus the TU campus it yeah. has a road by my house that you cut through and so I was cutting through the college campus and she had her window down bark and it was just the girls <laughs> and then they were like and, they, and then I saw them laughing after but it was just the funniest fucking thing <laughs> but what's better than that is when we were going um, home by the Arby's <laughs> there was girls posing like a group of them trying to get pictures with the sign the Arby sign oh and my god I don't remember what we did to them but we scared the ever loving piss out of them <laughs> and it was something small it was something like we just like hey or something you know what I mean just something small it wasn't nothing crazy no, we barked out of my face we probably barked yeah I think we barked at them but they scared the ever loving <laughs> piss and, whoa just, it was so fucking funny because you know it's a group of teenage girls kind of in the sketchy part of town you know they're fucking around yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. tell the story yeah. about the haunted house when we were, was it when we were door dashing the haunted house yeah you're like that house is haunted oh shit <laughs> has he heard that story no no oh I totally forgot about this you should tell him we were door dashing I think and I was um, I think I was riding passenger stoned as fuck <laughs> And we went down this kind of rich neighborhood, and there's these people moving in. And we had to come, it was like right at a T intersection, so we had to stop. And so I rolled down the window. I was like, hey, bro, watch out, the house is haunted as fuck. 
And the kid turns around and goes, I know, we've been hearing stuff already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. I was just, I that made my, like, oh my God, it made my day. We've been hearing stuff already. I mean, he was like probably 14, you know what I mean? Like long tube socks and shorts, you know, like that. <laughs> or, or, oh man, yeah, so. Uh, fuck, there was, when I was a delivery driver for, yeah, I don't work there anymore. Fuck them. The pizza place. Um, I drove, although my cousin did own the establishment. At the time, yeah, so you I can't, can't say, say that. that. Redacted. Hash, hashtag redacted. redacted. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was driving, and we would make deliveries out toward Leonard, Oklahoma. And oh man! Got out there, made a drive. Is that one? Is it Leonard or is it Stone Bluff where the creepy guy would sit in the van? The creepy guy would sit in the van. That was in Leonard. Like you'd come into town, um, you'd be heading he'd be south. at the car wash. Not not in Haskell, but in Leonard, uh, there was a right. house. It looked like a house on the highway, and there's always a van parked there. That was seemingly broke down, but it sometimes it move. But more often than not, there would just be a guy in the driver's seat sitting there. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it was like a was it brown and tan? I don't remember like stripes or something. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't have like a pinstripe. Uh, yeah, like, it was like pinstripe. It was like eighties, nineties kind of van. How the fuck did y'all survive? Like you guys, like I told you about the Haler Haler Delata guy, like sitting in his truck oh. and he's watched people at the car wash, and then like turned out that he'd been out of jail because he killed somebody with an axe. Yeah. Or how about fucking the 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 guy that lived a like two houses down from my grandmother that the SWAT fucking raided in town for kidnapping that thirteen year old Broken Arrow. What the what? fuck? What? I don't remember that. That thirteen-year-old apartment. It was a big deal. That. There was an individual that used to be very upset. About <gasps> I totally uh, forgot that that even wait, happened. What? I apologize in advance, but I don't. Um, it was a very it was very interesting. It sucks. It's, it was a bad situation. I remember that whole thing because when I was living in that same neighborhood where oh, it happened. No shit! When the thirteen-year-old girl got oh. My we just, oh my God! So now we have to go into it. This is the so, greatest thing. I need to chill him out before we do this. Because yeah, okay. I, okay. Just, we'll keep this. That blew my fucking yeah. mind. That you were. Oh my God! Okay, this I'm gonna was go. A broken Arrow, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. She got kidnapped by a guy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Same one. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 I remember when that happened. Yeah. Uh, when I tell you the name, you'll be like, Oh, yeah. That that they went to Haskell. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll fill we'll finish up whenever record gets back. You ever feel bad for your spouse when you're in one of those choking fits and you just can't fucking stop and you're like they're kind of looking at you but they're not like you're not like you know saying it you're like uh, uh, and you're like I'm sorry, honey. You're like you'll look at me and I'm like don't be fucking rude. I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. Sooner <laughs> uh, care fucked up my kid's insurance. Sooner care. Yeah, oh, yeah. they uh, said we, we tried to take him to the urgent care for what we because we think he has impentigo. I remember you said yeah, okay. Well, we go to the urgent care and they say he's only approved for mental health services and drug counseling. He's a child. He's four. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? So now I have to call Sooner Care. I'm pretty sure Sooner Care doesn't doesn't even drop off children until they're five, and even then it's it's income based and you qualify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will. Good news. 
I don't have any. <laughs> so that happens. He just went in the bathroom and jerked it. No, for I will tell you. Minutes. I will tell you one thing. I went to a non-COVID friendly restaurant. Okay. To do a delivery, we were like in Sand Springs or something. Went to a KFC. Fuck KFC in Sand Springs. Um, because, well, I went in there and. No one had a mask on. There was no distancing. There was no uh, no uh, plastic barriers or nothing put up. You know what I mean? And no gloves when handling the food and stuff. And I was like, it just kind of blew my mind because we'd been living this like very conscious year with like you know masks and you just what? Have we though? No, we have not. <laughs> no, we have not. Not in Oklahoma. Not in Oklahoma. But at least in Tulsa, Sarah and I... But there have been a lot of places that have done the most they can do. And I appreciate yeah. that. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. And in, generally in Tulsa, we did have the mask mandate. So at right. very least, the Tulsa stores were doing what they could um, with what they were given. But anyways, it was just so weird seeing that. Like It was kind of like pre-COVID. Like, it was just weird. Like It felt so out of place. I'm like, are we ever going to, because like going there, not even thinking about COVID, just the germs of them, like handling my food and stuff. It's like, I kind of want everyone to wear masks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I kind of <laughs> yeah. keep your distance, yeah. wash your hands. And it's like, the same it's, reason like people would make us wear beard nets and shit at Walmart exactly. when we worked in the deli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never had to work in the deli, thankfully. Right, I never worked yeah. for grocery, but yeah, the same principle. I had to wear beard net when I worked at uh, Bluebell before I got... Yes! Oh, yeah, I went, yeah, he did. I'm a little, I'm a little, for a very, very... That was... I went a little crazy. That's that when was, I, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's like the time when I... Understandably so. Did you grab me a Dr. Pepper, honey? Oh, yes. No. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did, but I left on the counter in there. Oh, did you? I'll be right back. Watch. That was that was really slick, honey. <laughs> that dog is wondering what the fuck you're yeah, doing. Yeah. He don't like that sudden movement. <laughs> Here comes the cat. Right, <laughs> he's all concerned now. <laughs> Literally, I have to with Christopher around. I'm like the cat, dog, and Christopher. I'm like children out, and they have to like they all know what that means. Yes. Yeah. They respond to children out. <laughs> Are you? <sighs> What are you doing? Enjoying myself. All right, bro, you do. <laughs> I think he just stuck it in between his bomb or his not a, I drank that one. The one you put in your pants. Because I didn't want anyone. I didn't want you to be like, "Is that the ball one? Is that the ball one?" So I drank it today. Oh, did I send you that? Dr. I'm not going to ask because I'm nobody's butter bitch. Butter bitch. <sighs> it's a very old game. I've never been a butter bitch. I never played it. I ain't nobody's bitch. First of all, I'm, I'm butter shy. bitch. I don't. So like, you would, would you get me a drink, bro? And then like, if if he brings or like if he offered me a drink or something, and I ask him, did you do something to this? And he didn't do anything to it. I got to be his butter bitch for a week. So anything he asks me to do, I got to fucking do it for him <laughs> for the whole fucking week. But if he handed me a drink and he did something to it, like he stuck his dick in it when I wasn't looking. He's got to be honest and tell me. Yeah, I stuck my dick in it. And then he's got to be my butter. Buddy. <laughs> you could just say butt buddies. It's the same thing. <laughs> I thought that was a, like a play on cum butter biscuit or sorghum biscuit. Oh, butter your bread. Yeah. So I thought you were talking about a jerk or off. butter my biscuit. That's like, what I was like. Was. I never jerked off with any guys. Like I don't think I ever like. There was this one time when I was a kid. One of my friends like humped me when he stayed the night. But, <laughs> 
It was kind of weird. <laughs> was it Blake? No, 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 no. I think we've never had that happen. Oh, you no, ever Blake, seen each other's wieners? No, I don't think so. I That's, no, not even in football, which what? is odd. Usually in football, but we had like I think Honestly, he had the nice sliders. There was a um, there was not a lot of nudity in our locker room. No, they didn't make us the, the gross part. They didn't make a shower after first hour of practice. Ew. Yeah. Well, uh, that kids. was only middle school. It was there wasn't enough, oh, yeah. There okay. wasn't really enough time. You yeah. Know what I mean, like we should have like thirty a, minutes for yeah. first hour of school running around. So there wasn't a lot of like there was times where like maybe y'all would shower in high school because you played high school. I no one ever. We were all kind of grossed out by the shower. That's the deal. Is maybe there's a handful of brave souls that needed to shower. It was everybody except for the well hung athletes would go in the shower <laughs> it was honestly it was the people who were more affluent did not have to shower because they could go home and take one in privacy right yeah. and then other people have large families or whatever they have to work or whatever mm-hmm. so they would shower and go to work yeah right yeah. shower and go to work yeah um oh. i generally because my time schedule is so bad i would just go to work sweaty <laughs> right. And you know, because you'd get more sweaty. So I work for Walmart. Yeah, that's fuck, true. Well, yeah, that's why I work at Simple Simon's, the pizza place. Uh, yeah, you're going to be sweaty and covered yeah, in grease anyway. It's such a no hot point. kitchen because that oven, you know. Yeah, that's but true. The, uh, oven kitchen. Fuck you, Mister. Got an upgrade. Like I remember slaving it away, washing fucking dishes. Yeah, actually. Fuck that grime in the back. And then you're uh, and you're always wet because it splashes. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then like the dishes were always like backed up for some reason. I used to be a fry cook for. Reesers for yeah. a while, and yeah, uh, yeah, we had to share same dishwasher with the bakery and oh same sink, God. and it was a bitch. Do you remember that sanitizer thing that spray water everywhere? The, in the red tube. Oh shit! No, we had a big no. like industrial like sanitizer that would spray the dishes. I don't think it got anything clean. No, it was supposed like- to. It was just supposed to spray water at a certain temperature. With a detergent, yeah, to kind yeah. of like disinfect everything, but it it was so I've filthy. Seen, I've seen, I, uh, I've seen like food like still on plates get squirted around. And the food's just flying around in there, just like. flying around <laughs> in there. because like it's not. It doesn't have a drain. Yeah, and then there wasn't like a garbage disposal in either one of the drains. So, like you were supposed to scrape the plates off into the trash can yeah. and then wash them in the sink it was mm-hmm. just bad setup and that was so they would throw the all with all the, the shit original encrusted. that's not that's not the people that own it now no no, no this was been that was, this has actually been a decade yes oh, no 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 this has been over a decade over a decade now. this has been over a decade yes and probably close to 15 years um because we were 15 and 16 uh, cause I couldn't even, whenever we first started, he had been there for a little while, got me on mm-hmm. and I couldn't drive. Is this where we talk about our previous manager and how he met his wife as her basketball coach? <gasps> did he? Oh my God. He did. I I've never know. told you that story. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, we did. Was it was it, kind yeah. of like a, yeah, but was it college or high school? I can't remember. Oh no. She, he was her high, high school, school basketball coach. Yeah. And hi, Mr. Carter. And then, you know, graduated high school and married that hot slice. That's yep. that hot slice of ass. <laughs> if I said it with an accent. I totally out. forgot about that. Damn. Yep. And then, and were you were around for Buddy? 
that was interesting when 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 she and Buddy yes. began because. conversating with each other at work. Oh, she would God. just get lost in his eyes, and I was like, he had very pretty eyes. He had beautiful he blue eyes. He was a pretty guy, but we're and, he could, and he could crip walk like a some bitch. Yeah, I but hope, I hope the things went Mark, well for him. Because I know things weren't going well at the time, but I hope things turned around. I don't know whatever happened to him. I hope things turned around too. Um, I have a feeling probably not. But last I saw of him, he was picking up a friend who, when he got into my dad's, it was that that Jimmy, the 1984 Jimmy I drove around. Yeah. He he was like, man, can you go take me out to my bro and pick up my bro? I was like, yeah, I can do that for you, man. So we go and we pick up his bro. And he climbs into the back of my truck, and he's, like, holding his back, and he's got, like, the strip of fucking gauze on his back. He's like, yeah, my fucking bitch cut me open, man. She took a fucking machete to me. And she had fucking slit his fucking back oh open. Oh. And I was just, like, not really thinking, because I'm a young teenager at the yeah, time. We and young. so I'm just driving them around. Like, <laughs> these motherfuckers could have took me out in the country and fucking shot me in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It drove off of my truck. Mm-hmm. Like, so, but I'm not thinking. I took them, dropped them off, and and they were, you know, yeah. all right, bro, I'll see you at work tomorrow. You know, they were just going to get drunk have a good time, I hope. Do you remember the pregnant girl that um, her boyfriend, there was always the causing drama because I think her and Buddy were kind of chatting it up? Um, and. Cody always, Cody used to always try to get her to flash him because he wanted to see her titties, and she was like, "Wait until they're milky." <laughs> you know wow. what I'm talking about? Though? Yes, yeah. I know who you're talking about. The boobs of a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, oh, I, I shouldn't probably. Sh- well, there's are they still married? Uh, Is he still yes, married to his absolutely. wife? Absolutely. Well, it was when they were broken up, so they broke up and off and on a lot. No, they didn't, did they? No, they did break up and get back together, but I don't think that counts when you get married. I think there's a different set of rules when, like, the breakup, get back together phase happens, and then you get married. Like, you can still get in trouble for shit you did. Can you? Yeah, so we better just stop talking. Okay. We love you, Coco. We got you back. We got you. We got you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We'll just have to tag him in this on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. We'll say, okay, so I got to just stop talking, don't I? Damn, I can't even abuse someone else because everyone's going to know. Right, that was that was <laughs> it. But what we can get back to, um, but no, it was it was uh, his name was Johnson, and he had a woman with him, and they ended up meeting up with this like thirteen, fourteen year old girl out of Broken Arrow. Told her they were going to go party, got her drugged up, mm-hmm. and then took her back to their place in Haskell. Took some pictures and shit. Yeah. Of them fooling around and then uh she they just dropped her off back here in broken arrow and of course her parents took her and they went to the police and next thing you know in the little fucking hometown of haskell's the swats kicking in his fucking front door helicopter yeah. fucking goddamn motherfuckers pulling up and you know vans <laughs> like kicking in the door 
And you're like, well, that's not good. Well, actually, what happened is the majority of the town was, well, that figures. Because, like, they were very fucking judgmental of, like, the Egyptian <laughs> worshipping white guy in town. Yeah. And so, so <laughs> like, they were really fucking prejudiced in that town. So, like, they were like, well, that figures. And then you come to find out, like, what his charges actually were. And everyone was like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. And then you're just like, I can't even fucking defend the guy because of the charges. What were the charges? I can't remember. It was pretty bad. Statutory rape. Yeah. I mean, not statutory, but, like, fucking molestation of a minor and soliciting. And I just, I remember that specifically happening because I lived, like I said, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, because you would have been a kid around the age. Yeah, and they discouraged people from putting anything in your window that would show that it was a child's room uh-huh. yeah and they were telling everybody in the school that if you got things hanging up in your windows you need to take them down now and you need to close all your blinds they made a big fucking deal about it and i remember since then it, it made me paranoid to even like put like shit on my son's window you know right, what i mean right because like, it just terrifies you when you're so well and like, like i wouldn't kid, you know and, i do not mean to sound so judgmental but there have been previous instances in the town where he was caught driving around and he happened to have like like the cop that pulled him over happened to notice that like he had gloves and a mat and a ski mask and like i mean honestly and shit in the back of his i don't mean to like, be like yeah it could just be like well fuck man what if he works outside and he has to wear a face mask and shit and he was tying shit up it's like yeah but like at a certain point like buy a toolbox keep your shit in a toolbox i found the news article from 2009 oh here we go it's not good november 6 2009 yeah it's absolutely has their mugshots on it too he looks like the type holy shit says, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, two Haskell residents are in the Wagner County Jail charged with kidnapping and sexual th- sexual assault of a 13-year-old Broken Arrow teen. Mm. Uh, Broken Arrow teen was reported missing Sunday evening. Uh, police, along with Muskogee County, Sheriff, Muskogee County Sheriff deputies arrested 19-year-old Brittany Pritchett. So he probably had groomed this 19 year old to help him do all this you know what I mean? uh, that's now that's a baseless allegation that is a baseless time. allegation <clears throat> um but but i'm as saying her, like her defense attorney probably argued that in her case trial sure oh i'm sure <laughs> i mean absolutely i mean so i don't she's so a, i'm not here to like you, there's no defending her. Yeah, there's no defending the or doing anything they all did the crime yeah, yeah they did yeah. the crime they all did the crime so and unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I view it as unfortunate. He ended up committing suicide in his cell. Yeah. Was the rumor. Oh, was he murdered? I, Who knows? I don't know. And that's really not my place. Yeah. Um, which, and like, that's what sucks is because we grew up with people at school that were genuinely are all right people this and is, they seem to be doing okay with their life now. This is I just, terrifying. I just can't believe this, though. Oh, yeah. What happened? It says they say. The teen told them she thought she was going with Pritchett to talk about a breakup, which is the 19-year-old woman, about a breakup, but realized something was wrong when she found Brandon or Brenson hiding in the backseat of the car. Is that not the most terrifying shit? I remember. This like forty year yeah. old fucking now okay no here's no okay Instagram will injected her with methamphetamine what and assaulted her yeah recording it on videotape yes yeah. <laughs> you know the house where it happened at or, like I know where it happened at yeah and I went to middle school oh my god literally walked right by that fucking house yeah. 
some like I had two ways to go. And most of the time, I would pick the other way, but sometimes I'd go this special right in way, in front of it. right in front of where that happened. And right before that fucking happened, I remember walking down that fucking way yeah. by myself, and it was it's just utterly terrifying thinking about it now. Like, yeah. oh my god, I cannot believe... We have a lot of... Me and Corey, there's a lot of things that, like, intertwine. <sighs> it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> You did okay over there? I'm, I'm doing fine. It just, it brings a lot to attention because, like, I had an infatuation. Well, this is the part that I had to get cut. Uh, infatuation <laughs> with a couple of girls in high school. And they were they were manipulated and groomed by him. And because in, a, in a town, also, of, in a town of twos, they were a solid seven. You, that That's the thing. That No, that's 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I There's think. a lot of strange things in that town. So I felt so bad for Thomas. Thomas always had a speech impediment. Mm. Like he, he had a real struggle with his enunciation. I was in speech until I was so, a, and he had a stutter. Grade, and so. he had a stutter. He had he really struggled with enunciation, and he had a stutter. And literally at a finals competition for drama, in his prose piece, the judge wrote, "Nice British accent." Maybe not make it so thick so I can understand you. <laughs> Thomas was not using a British accent. <laughs> it was just his fucking speech impediment shattered his fucking dramatic dreams. That's the saddest thing. The saddest thing. He had such a hard life. We were friends growing up, and that was awful to him, and I was a bully to him. Like that's the truth. I have no. I, have, I was bullied, even though he was older, right? And we bullied each other. But I was like, yeah. But we were little, little, like right. you know. And then um, we used to call him Tom, Tom the Leprechaun, because <gasps> we would play pretend fight. Like not like what I mean by that is like that happened with me and Jacob Breeze Dragon Ball Z fight. You know what I mean? Like you're shooting lasers and shit, and I would be like, well, who are you? Well, I'm a dragon world with lasers, and he'd be I'm like, fucking Bob the Guardian. Damn it! His favorite thing was like I'm a, I'm a, el- a forest elf or I'm a, a woodland fairy or something, and like the roots are coming off the ground and you can't move. I'm like, no, my claws are cutting the roots. You know what I mean? Like that kind uh-huh. of shit. Like that. Shit. But I was like, Tom, Tom, the Leprechaun. You know what I mean? And then guess what? He eventually came out after high school and is living his truest life, and he's doing good. Good and He moved like uh, I'm not even kidding. I don't know. I'm sure he's probably figured stuff out now i'm so out of touch with him but there for a while he moved to miami or he moved to some sort of like large city and was just clubbing all the time. Going good to gay, for him. Just doing coke and going to gay clubs and having, yeah, living that life. Living yeah. his best life. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Yes. Honestly, he had such a hard, like, early years. No. You know who had a hard early years? His brother. Jeff Golden. <laughs> Jeff Golden had a hard start yeah. at Haskell High School, being the two, and I quote, only openly announced homosexual kid in the school at that time. Yeah. What? Honestly. He was the only single, only homosexual in the And he might have been the first. Probably was. Well, definitely wasn't the first. Open, open, yes. Openly. Yeah. Yeah. May have been the first open. Right. Yeah. Uh, And was ruthlessly persecuted for it. And unfortunately... I had plenty of chances to stand up for him. Never did because I was too much of a pussy. 
Well, yeah, we were, I mean, honestly, I, I probably bullied him too. Right. I don't think I was, um, I was younger. I don't think like you purposely went out of your way to bully him, but like there was a, I never went out of my way to be his friend because I knew there'd be a stigma that came with it. You know what I mean? Like I had him in driver's ed. He was yeah. in my driver's ed oh, with really? me. Yeah. And like, we were, we were cool. I wouldn't like, fuck that guy. But no, like, we would never go up and like push him down and call him a homo or something. No, but no. But I don't think that I was open to gay people back then because I think that's when we were Christians. Well, yeah, and that you know like, what I mean. That, like I hate to be that way, but you you grow and change, and you, as long as you learn to do I think better, I was like that at one point too. So yeah, yeah as right. long as you grow and change and do better. But I think during that period, like I don't think I had. I probably it just, just wasn't a thought. It just wasn't really a thought because you know we hell, well. You know what I mean, you, like whatever. You can only do what you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. unfortunately until you start learning other things and expanding and growing the dimensions of your mind yeah sometimes you just shovel garbage from your parents and and, just- well and that's what i mean like we we are the the products of our upbringing to a yeah. certain degree mm-hmm. it's true mm-hmm. um and like with my parents it was really hard uh because like racism's never really been like a thing in my family but it was an outlier. It was outlying in the family. Like there were those uncles that made hot racy comments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, at, at family gatherings and stuff and people like people, some people would laugh. Some people wouldn't say anything, uh-huh. but then like our family expanded and Jonah was born oh, and those jokes stopped. Yeah. And, and then, and then, the family the family actually grew before that because Alex and Devin came into the family. Yeah. And they're both uh, Latino. Uh-huh. And uh, ended up really mellowing a lot of the family out. Yeah. And then Jonah came along and it was even more so. Yeah. It's uh, like- but it was just, it, they needed a chance to prove they could grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, what happens mm-hmm. for a lot of people. You got to give people that chance to grow and make the right decision. You can't just assume that they're going to be away because that's all they know. My neighbor actually works for Child Protective Services um, here in Oklahoma. Uh, my next door neighbor in, in Stillwater. Um, very, very cool individual. Very down to earth. Scared the shit out of me the first few times he wanted to like hang out with me. Like, hey, bud, uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to Brahms to get ice cream for the girls. And he was like, you're going to Brahms? You mind if I tag along? Uh, uh, I didn't until you asked. <laughs> but, you know, uh, we go to Brahms. I bought ice cream for him just to, you know, and he was like, no, man, I didn't want you buying my fucking ice cream. And I was like, no, it's just how I am, dude. If you're coming with me to hang out, I'm going to treat you. And, and he... Uh, he he really liked that, and we just talked a little bit about his job and stuff that he did. And there are his job isn't to come in and take your fucking children from you. His yeah. job is to provide a safe path to getting your children back. As yeah, long as yeah, you're willing yeah, yeah, to take yeah. these steps and do everything, the, oh, he, yeah. they will work with you. I had a lot of anger towards CPS because apparently when I was grow- I was heavily abused when I was growing up, heavily abused. Uh, from both parts of the family, mom and dad, and um, they were, they said they worked really hard to keep me where I was, and they said they worked really hard to keep CPS 
out and to keep me. And I didn't realize that till a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I had a lot of anger towards CPS because I wish somebody did actually take me out of my home. Yeah. It was that bad. Like, yeah, so yeah, I had yeah. a lot of anger towards them. Yeah. You know, because I... They can't... Cause they that's the problem, though, is they can't just... There's a lot of steps that have to come into effect before they just rip a child out of a home, too. And, like, that's what makes it so hard is, I don't know, you see how the system gets abused in certain ways, Mm -hmm. and then you see how it's not being used at all in others. Right. And they directly affected that way. It was just, like, you you hold, like, this grudge. Like, I, I held a grudge from my brother who lives in Arizona and he got adopted and he was placed up for adoption yeah. and I'm, I wasn't that was I was and people make fun yeah. of me because like it's it's viewed as a social a socialite view or whatever but like I'm of the opinion like a lot of Terrence McKenna stuff uh, we were tribal when we first as a human civilization like when we were first starting out our ancestors our, our hominid ancestors uh, were very tribal. It wasn't my, mine, our children. It wasn't mine, my children. It it was our yeah. children collectively as a tribe. It was yeah. our tribe of children. Yeah. Everyone was, me and Corey would mutually be responsible for all of the children in the group as protectors, as men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but... Like, that was the general idea, mindset behind it. And then when we started developing our societal views, people feel like we started doing the mono uh, monogamy mm-hmm. and the my wife and my land mm-hmm. and my house and my child. Well, other cultures, they have families that live with them. <laughs> well, and, then, extended and then with, yeah, kings, yeah. with kings came the importance of lineage. And then yeah. if everyone's lineage is important, then that gave worth. Well, these people's worth is more than yours. Why? Because, and for the most part, a lot of it's because they were chosen by God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it just it just goes to show you, I guess I'm derailing, uh, <laughs> but it... it uh, th- that thought process, I guess, that I was getting at uh, is that maybe if instead of just worrying as an individual, like, this is my family, how do I protect my family and my family alone from, yeah. we go back to, well, how do I protect our family, <laughs> our circle? How do seize, we, and then you have more seize of, the means of family production, right? Our family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> we're coming for you, Blue Flame Forty Seven. <laughs> oh shit! Is that, is that even their name? I don't, even know. I don't know, man, but I like that. Um, no, but I honestly, um, so what you're getting at is the sense of community basically basically like, uh, people um, would view that i'm being in, in, extremely socialistic right now but well what you what you're describing is like the the native um native american cultures and how the families yes. how the grandparents were a big big role of all the of the elders life. really sat around and decided what the tribe as a body would do because yeah. they were the wisest they had experienced mm-hmm. the most things well, did you know that my tribe is actually um, matriarchal? I did so not you know get that. Your lineage through your mother. 
That's really and cool. So the fucked up thing is, is you get your clan through your mother. My father is the creek, so I am in the potato clan. Everyone else is in I'm Snake Bear, but he's like the fucking bear clan or something. I'm a potato. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, so it could be very important because, like, a potato. A potato? It's just. That was given to us white people, basically, because it was like, well, you're, you're. it came to the point where, oh, we're not marrying Creeks anymore. They still need a clan potato. You know what I mean? Right. That's what it, yeah. Uh, our our population was ravaged. Now we have to marry a white man. <laughs> That's basically. Right. right. You know, or the fact that, you know, when the last time they came around asking how much Native American you were, they were getting ready to ship you. Yeah. From tribal lands. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure. You know, the second time they came around asking That's how much man. Native American I was, I'd be like, you know, three quarters fucking white, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Straight up, yep. I'm white. I'm a white land owner. Please. Like that's, mm-hmm. and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I do not blame my ancestors for trying to survive prejudice. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Well, can I get into something here? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. With with AA, it bugs me so much that there's like a God presence. Yeah, and it's always a Christian God. See, you. Touch okay. the tip. Yeah, there you go. just the tip. Oh there no! You, <laughs> you know what made me feel better? A blowing. Oh my God! <laughs> but yeah, so like you were saying that um, it's a it's a Christianity based. It's mostly and for the record. For the record, that's not what I said. No, that's not what I said. What? <laughs> I did not say, no. you know what make me feel better? A blowy. I said what always makes me feel better <laughs> is a blowy. I was not soliciting a blowy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so whenever we were in the car and Libby said, um, or not in the car, but whenever I called you and Libby said something, it sounded like... Um, I forgot what it was, but it sounded like... Or have your miss lick your dick or something like that? It said, have me try that. That's what I thought you said. Have me try that. And I was like... (laughs) And so I was like running through all the different ways in my hand. Like, what are they actually... What is that supposed to mean? You know what I mean? And it sounded like a solicitation. I was like, I'm going to... like, What what are they really... And they're like, no, have this. I was like... (laughs) Oh, because uh, <laughs> like is she trying to say that Blake should suck my dick? Or? Oh, and then and oh, then I was like, like, no, Libby said have Miss tried that, and then and I was like, have me try Libby said have me try that, <laughs> and then oh, I was like, fuck, they're trying to swing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god! Now was not the time. <laughs> well, and I was stoned too, and so I was like, "Okay, am I like mishearing this?" Oh fuck! <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Oh hey, you'll be proud of me. Why? And by proud, I mean disappointed in me. Oh no. Um, I've been eating like fifty milligram edibles. <laughs> Damn. And, and been like, I mean, I've been vibing. But I've been like, all right, you know what I mean. Like, I mean tolerance. Goes I haven't to been shit. freaking out. Yeah, he's getting there. Yeah. You haven't been freaking out having no. the uh, blah, 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 yeah. So blah, blah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stop uh, smoking though because it's getting job. expensive. <laughs> J O B. And I gotta find a job. Uh, yeah, and eating edibles is fucking expensive. Oh my god, yeah. But she got a good deal on one of them. Two hundred fifty milligrams for twenty eight dollars, full spec. Holy shit, dandelion. 
Wow, that's a great deal. Yeah. That is a great yeah. fucking deal. Yeah. I eat 200 of it. He eats five for the 50, and so I'm lower, like, ooh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah so see those. those of us. Robot Farmer makes a, uh, a 250 count one now, full spec wow. gummy, and like little 50 count nerd packs, mm, single cool. gummies. So, like, they're, oh, and I love their full spec too. Yeah. Problem I'm having is I'll get high, and I'm a hypersensitive when I'm on that sativa like certain mm-hmm. times and then like mm-hmm. i don't know i'm having this really weird issue where certain sativas are making me really fucking anxious really like i'm having super anxiety and like i had a cough and fit a few weeks back yeah. tore my throat so i've got like a scab oh man. so it feels like something's oh, no. constantly stuck in the back of my throat so like there will be times where like i'll be eating and it will get aggravated and i'm just like oh my god something's stuck in the back of my throat and I'm, and I'll start gagging, not thinking about it's it. It's because your trauma. You need to talk to your therapist about that. I'm not seeing my therapist right now. Okay, it's about your trauma. You need to speak with a Creek Nation therapist because it's free, and they do telehealth. They do telehealth. And I love you. <sighs> and I'm doing it. I didn't even do that. Yeah. I also had an anxiety attack with my little asthma episode outside slaying with the girls. That is no, oh, I'm no. 100% deserved. Yeah, 100% deserved. But I was like, because well, we were sledding down that hill, you know, posted uh-huh. videos on Facebook, and and like I'm walking up the, hill, and I'm out of shape, right? I ain't been working out, so yeah. yep. I'm hauling up this hill, and Maddie again, Daddy again. I'm all right, baby. So we're getting on the sled <laughs> down the hill because when Daddy's fat ass is on it, we fly down. The hill. <laughs> and so. Like we're going up, and I'm just, I'm at this point, I'm wheezing. I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not able to get enough fucking air. And I just couldn't, I couldn't get oh, enough no. air. And I didn't have my red inhaler with me. Yeah. Because, like, I wasn't thinking. Oh, that's the rescue inhaler, the ibuprofen. That's the rescue. Yeah. yeah, that's the rescue. So I, I just start, like, I'm freaking out, and, like, I'm cold, I'm I'm. So Super sweating, and I'm like, you were I'm also, you were probably also overheating because you probably had a lot of layers I had coats on. And yep. shit on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. And the dry fucking winter uh-huh, air. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I get back in the car and like, and like, I can feel it. And like, there are certain areas where I'm like, and I can feel it going, yeah. like. Yeah. wheezing in certain sections where it's like oh, Jesus. having trouble like release I'm like well this blows and like I just sit there for a minute and then it it passed and I just kind of felt a section relaxed and it was like oh, and then I started getting fucking high yeah yeah because it's like yeah. so much mm-hmm. oxygen at once and I was like <laughs> like I'm, I'm much better now, and, but at that point, Libby's taking the girls down the hill. I'm just kind of sitting in the car, like oh, no. gathering my braces, and I'm fucking like, all right, I'm good, I'm good. But the only time I've ever, like, normally when I have an asthma attack, is because I'm abusing my marijuana. Yeah, and like I'm having a coughing fit, and mucus production. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like that's what normally is a trigger for me. This like cold air fucking asthma attack that was new yeah i've never had that he gets, before that he was gets fun yeah the like cold cold, the cold sucks and the cold is the thing is it's interesting because the cold is some of my favorite air to breathe with bad lungs 
Right. But it's also the most triggering. Right. Yes. Because yeah. it's so dry. Yeah. yeah. I guess is what they say. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, I like, started with. I'm pretty fucking. Yeah. High. Yeah. yeah I started. You. Oh, yeah. y'all are. I'm over here like. Okay. <laughs> um, when my parents got back together mm-hmm. after a while, they got remarried. Mm hmm. To celebrate that, we took a little family trip, just the four of us, and the white PT Cruiser. Anyways, we went and stayed at this bed and breakfast where that and the the lady who lived there or owned it or whatever was also like a minister. So we had a little service in the um, the little living area. Or whatever. It, was, it was sweet. It was small. It was cute, and uh, it was special. But anyways, the room was haunted. And um, it wasn't advertised as that or nothing. It was just a creepy ass whole place. And um, we stayed in the same room that like Bill Clinton and like them all stayed in. What really? Like that's why that that was their, claim, <laughs> their little claim to fame. You know what I mean? Oh, right. My God. And we slept in the same bed that Chelsea Clinton slept in. Oh. Or I did. Or I don't know how that went down. I can't remember. But. Oh. Um, either way, we were hanging out in the room. Somebody was sleeping on that bed, or laying, we were watching TV. <laughs> Laying on that bed, and it's probably done if you've hit it once. I only because oh, this once. is okay. yeah, I'm good. And okay. um, thank you. What I was trying to say is this chest, not chest, but like a um, it was a wardrobe, a dresser type thing, like a standing wardrobe. Okay. And the fucking door just shut. It clicked shut, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Oh shit! Yeah, we're like, "What the fuck?" And we thought it'd been shut. You know what I mean? And so we're like, what the fuck? It is now. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, we got him like, got creeped out. And then, like, a little bit later, it clicked open. And we're like, what the fuck? And then um, it didn't, like, swing open or anything, but it just kind of clicked open and popped down. And we're like, okay. And whenever we were trying to sleep, it creaked open. And then Jennifer had nightmares about it, like, about something in there trying to get her. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. There would be. I, there's only a few nightmares that like I really, really remember, and one at my parents' house. I can remember for some reason being asleep in my mom and dad's room, and like I was a little bitty kid asleep in mom and dad's bed, and I remember looking up at the corner of the ceiling, and there just being a pair of like black pointed finger hands like reaching down out of the corner of the room and like like grabbing toward me and like it jolting me awake the idea or the manifestation of these hands reaching to grab me and take hold of me uh that that's the earliest like nightmare i remember i used to have real bad night terrors like to the point that I would like lay in bread as a lay in bread. I would lay, I would lay in bed as a little little Christian boy and it's pray. Okay, it's okay. Uh, like pray that like God not let like take my dreams away. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I, I don't I don't want to remember these, please. Poor baby. Oh yeah, it was just bad. I I I had reoccurring nightmares. Not necessarily night terrors, but reoccurring nightmares. And I would love to talk. I love talking about them. Oh, no, okay. So unless this is triggering, do you can we just no, 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 yes, we can definitely no? fall into fucking dreams because. Uh, <laughs>
I really don't think I pissed on the seat. If I did, I severely apologize. I'm terribly high. I normally would wipe. It's okay. I swear to God, I just had the disclaimer. I'm very stoned. I have nighttime meds now. I like that the audio goes, I have nighttime meds now, and there's just a bong rip. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. I really want to grow my own shrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms like shiitake. Yeah. And uh, lion's mane specifically, because yeah. it's it's incredibly good for your brain health. Yeah. It's supposed to permit like prevent dementia and Alzheimer's <clears throat> damage. Really? Yeah. In the early onset stages and help, help with memory loss. Yeah. Um... So I'm I'm very interested. I've uh, they call it like myco myconial farming. It has like a really weird name. Like yeah. the study of mushrooms is like something funny. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It is. It's really it's really interesting uh, because like they grow, they flourish in carbohydrates. They prefer yeah carbohydrates. What? Like, Me too. They're very human in nature. <laughs> no, it's it's just interesting how fungus is, how fungus is work. Um, so okay, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's say there is some link, some spiritual or physical or some sort of link between us and fungus. Okay. The fungus among us? The fungus among us. Fungus don't grow on my neck of the woods where I'm from, Do you not have a box of monostat above your freaking that's Amanda's. medicine cabinet. Okay, that's Amanda's. That is Amanda's. <laughs> she left that shit here. <laughs> oh, her. Immediately, here. immediately. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> A bus need Amanda. Oh. <laughs> so. Don't, don't put that in. Don't, 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 don't. I won't do that. Like, I found a website that you can get, like, all sorts of, like, different spores for, like... So did he. Uh, yeah. yeah, for... Yeah. Yes. And and for uh, my... Well, what's it? I just said it. Lion's Mane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Shiitake. And... Uh, <laughs> others. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Like, I don't know, like, I just don't want, like, the government coming in and thinking that, like, I'm growing illegal mushrooms when I'm just trying to do, like, what's legal already. Yes. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, scariness. Right. There's a lot of scariness behind it. And, like, uh, I don't want them thinking, like, cause, because, like, it's a stage one narcotic, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Shrooms? Yeah. Stage one, the well, what they classify it's, yeah. it's a stage one is like a felony or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And, okay. and if that's the case, like, you will not be able to own a firearm. Yeah. You will not be yeah. able to, okay. like, you lose all sorts of rights. They could potentially take my kids from me if I was a single you parent. You basically, it's like losing everything. Yeah. yeah. You lose everything for literally something that, once again, grows all on its own naturally. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm just talking about growing, like, some fucking lion's mane or some... Which you could put some cow down under some trailers, just like Ricky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. them super shrooms. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. But, mm. uh... It's a fucking weird deal. It's a hard... It's a, it's a different way to grow. Like, there's a lot to it than just fucking <clears throat> put this in a jar in your room. 
A fucking lot. A lot. Like, yeah. I just thought they grew in a fucking jar in a closet. <clears throat> yeah. It's a lot more than that. No, it's a very sophisticated <laughs> box in a closet. <laughs> I'd like to incorporate some more uh, natural mushrooms into my diet. Yeah, me too. Maybe start working it that way. Um, I uh, <clears throat> I have a predisposition because of you, you asshole. Um, because you, fucking asshole. I am um, predispositioned to, th- to think a certain way about psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I on, I felt like during that trip, like it wasn't something that I was thinking about going into it. But during that trip, I was like, man, I feel like their mushrooms are trying to tell me stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm trying to learn like life lessons. And it's like, uh, I can either like, it's like I can listen <clears throat> to this. It's like I've been ignoring it so long that I just want to listen to it now. Yeah, I was like, when I when I was when I was there, and I was like, you know what? I think I just need to lean into it, and whatever, like, you know, I'll just lean into the trip and see what happens. And Cut loose your earthly I tether. I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm already here, and it was such a Lady big. Couldn't I couldn't do it. I I just I was fighting it the entire time from like trying to stop and see things. I was just like going off my normal life, and I was like. I was like, bitch, sit down. (laughs) Enjoy it. And I was like, no, I can't. Because I'd I'd sit still and I'd see things moving and there'd be like three of his faces. And I'd be like, no, man. And that's that's the issue. It's a different high. So what I've I've learned from experience with the the individuals I've done shrooms with, Mm -hmm. um, peoples that, uh, peoples, uh, individuals that happen to lean more toward structure in a way mm-hmm. fam- familiarly meaning like they just uh they they like to be agents of their own control yeah in a way like even if it's organized chaos control it's my freaks. chaos mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. control freaks in a way are not mm-hmm. for shrooms because with like any like me. like with any hard psychedelic is going to come an ego death and if you're not ready for it it's going to it could split your psyche if you're not ready for it because a you're either going to have a good trip or bad trip and like for some people it's that feeling of losing it's that feeling of i have absolutely no control over what's happening yeah and i realize i have no control over anything and then it yeah. gripping yep. Yep. anxiety yeah. of that comes to full swing and your heart starts fucking pounding and it's something I deal with like I, I like to lie and say that like I'm comfortable with the idea of death because I talk yeah. a lot about like psychedelics and the boundary and the veil and but uh, death is just as terrifying for me as it is for anyone else and i feel like that's just a natural part of it because your body's natural response is fear it, it wants to be alive <laughs> i got a question for you guys well, i was <clears throat> um really stoned one time walking tucker and i was thinking about dying and um not like i was going to die but just death in general and like the feel like am i afraid of dying like you know what i mean like and i started i kind of narrowed it down to i don't know well i say i'm not and then i have an asthma attack 
Well, well, what, <laughs> what I couldn't, I couldn't come up with the yes or no. But what I could come up with was a good question: was if you were given the ch- opportunity, would you want to know when you're going to die? Absolutely not. <sighs> no. And on top of that, is it? Would it be better to know you're dying, even if it's a brief moment? Or would it be better to just blink out, like, in your sleep? Let me blink out, man. Let me blink out. <clears throat> would it be better to know when you die or how you die? <coughs> Which would eat you alive more? I think when you die would be much more easy to live because you would know. You'd have a time. You'd have a time. You'd know yeah. something like date yeah. to look okay, forward well, to. Okay, well, that depends on if it's a date or if it's time because you could live your life like you're gonna die every April 18th or you could live your life like you're, you're gonna, gonna die 3 billion seconds from now or like 3 million seconds yeah. from now or well okay well they say okay well you're gonna die at 3pm well 3pm happens every day at different time zones right all yeah. over the world right? yeah Mm-hmm. But if you knew, like, actually, like, the date and time and year and everything... For you, right. That would be the best, because you could just plan your whole life around it. Right. But if it was the way, and it's like, oh, you're done in a car wreck, or you have a heart attack, or, you're, like, you're walking and you have a heart attack, you're like, well, fuck, that's every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Or it could be more... I just... I try it could to be think. more specific, like, oh, well, you eat... Out of a, you drink out of a red cup or whatever because there are and times then you'd be OCD about not drinking on a red. <laughs> yes, well, and like for my, for me exceptionally, like I feel like the person that is me resides back and down just a little in my head, about center with my ears, but in the middle of my head. That's where like the me that is that thinks resides, yeah. but like. <coughs> Uh, which would be where my pineal gland is, but like, uh, I don't know how to explain. I don't know. There's at times a peace. I don't know. I when I the the few times I did DMT, like I I got really fucking paranoid. Talking about about? Oh, your pineal gland. Oh, pineal gland. Listen to yeah, this. So, I w- sorry, I didn't no, mean it. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> you're talking about how you feel like you reside kind of there. Yeah. Well, whenever I am really high, like edibles or something, or heavy like indica, because I because I react weird to that. When I'm really high, or whenever I did mushrooms, or whenever I did acid. I feel like I'm in, I'm piloting my meat suit. Yes. You know what I mean? You're aware that you are aware aware that I am, yeah. (laughs) The me that is, is different from this body. it's when I'm functioning. Like, if I'm walking, if I go on a walk with Tucker, it's such an experience because... Third person describes it very well. Third person, yeah. Yeah. And man, it's fucking weird. It's very <laughs> yeah. weird. You realize that you were piloting <clears throat> your then, bone mech. So I I went from constantly, not constantly, but you know, whenever I'm really high, often, often <laughs> piloting my bone mech. Because so you walk Tucker every day, so every time I'm high or doing something, like I'm 
at one point taking care of him. So I'm like kind of used to the idea of just driving my meat suit around. Right. On and autopilot. Then, <coughs> right. on all, yeah, yeah. Third person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or, and then, or you're just letting it do its job. Yes. And then you're, you're, you're your thinking yeah, and you're all sudden, doing other shit in your head. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden you're 30 feet over and Tucker's pooping. You're like, what? Right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I did. Yeah. I am yeah. outside doing. Okay. Yes. I and you go back off. Yes. <laughs> um, a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. A lot of people do. And I, so this is the hard part for me. Like when it came to like the psychedelics that I did and I started like appreciating, I say that I say I appreciate my body and I do. I love my body for what it's done, what it's put up with. Yeah. Cause I've abused the shit out of my body. <laughs> you, you tell it like, Oh, in that moment you're like, wow, you kind of recognize <clears throat> that. Thank you. Yeah. Is the only thing you want to say. Yeah. Is thank and you. And then you come out of it and you don't, <laughs> and then you don't do anything yeah. about it. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to run and we're going to, we're going to fucking take care of you. We're going to get on, we're going to get our shit on track, bro, because I owe it to you. Yeah. Because you've done a lot for me I'm that so I don't think feel about. that way. And I do not feel well, that way about and, my body. <laughs> and no, that, ladies no. and gentlemen, is why she does not like shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know the meat suit kind of experience <laughs> that would be my that would be my leg is like i do a fat load of shrooms and the shrooms are like you're fat lose some weight yeah. <laughs> no, I had a bad <laughs> shit yeah. oh my god oh my god yeah no fuck that well Go. i've had i've had a lot of medical problems though you have she's oh my god my mom has the worst medical like history of any person like it was just weird and unusual shit yeah. not that not like like she had all kinds of just weird and unusual shit and then i met sarah and she started talking about her like weird shit i'm like holy shit you sound like my fucking mom <laughs> take half pretty much her medication list they, we've gone through it together and we take half of the pretty much half of what she takes i take and so like if i'm out of something I'm like, hey, girl. Hey, mom. You got, yeah. you got, yeah. She's like, I got you. What you want? Yeah, oh, here. Take, take a couple of these panties. The fucking mail you right out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what got us That's in what trouble. happened. No, she's not even kidding. <laughs> that's what got me in the sorry. sideboard. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is how it happens, though. It's this fucking goddamn prescription pill. They are the devil. They really are. They are. <laughs> but um, they really are. What I was getting at was what the fuck was we getting? You talking about my medical problems and how it's like your mom? Oh, it was just funny because I was like, and oh, not not to put your history out there or nothing, but they, you remember what my mom got in high school? This bitch really said not to put your history out there. Not you want to tell them about that you could fit a mat truck? <laughs> she, they both had fucking cat scratch. Cat's oh no shit how wild is that i had it when i was a kid i remember when your mom got cats yeah it, cat fucked, it fucked her up bad it cat got big. into her um like lymph nodes yeah mine was right <clears throat> underneath my eye yeah so we had to go to the emergency room she was sick for a long time no, she still has she still has complications right yeah because it never goes away right um like it, it, st- it stays it or something? It can. It has a long it goes life. Miss, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times did <clears throat> you go to the hospital the first year we were dating? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not supposed to keep track of those kind of things. <laughs> at least four times. At least. I could probably... It'd be very close to 
it'd be very hard to get it on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's probably four or five. Like, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember a time that, bless Libby, there was a time that I was like, fucking around with that k-12 green mamba shit that's that shit that them bitches were eating people's face on in fucking florida uh well that k-12 green mamba shit like i was smoking it and like me and libby were like young fooling around and i was like hey let's let's fool around on this stuff and like i i just smoked a bunch of it and was letting that peak build right yeah and i started peaking while we were in the middle of happy fun time and I had to tap her on the leg, and I was like, we need to stop. Why? What's wrong? I was like, I've lived this before. Oh, my God. She was like, like, what? And I was like, this moment. I've dreamed this moment before, and I've lived it before. Get off of me. And like it was like okay, <laughs> and then like we both started taking turns throwing up in the trash can. Oh like, my god! It was, it, was yeah. fucking, it was terrible. Do not smoke that synth shit. Just go to a state where it's fucking legal. Yeah. Oh Oklahoma's god. getting ready to sell out of state cards, bitches. Like, come on down. Oh, I know they're selling at uh, the higher clinic. They're already doing Missouri. That's so crazy. Because I, I, my license renewal is coming up, I yeah. think. Mine is, too. And so it's $25 there for renewal. And they help is it? Me. Yeah. Dope. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about renewal. it then. Yeah, I was worried I was going to have to pay that fucking 100 and whatever. Again, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's just 25 bucks. Cool. But I don't know how much it is for the application fee. Cool. That's right. I'm really hoping they fucking with the federal and the house possibly passing uh, decriminalization i'm really hoping businesses have to change their drug policy model for for people that are medicated with yeah. marijuana yeah. Like, you know what oklahoma needs to step up their marijuana game though oklahoma really needs to be, needs to be the fucking the outstanding shining example and needs yeah. to be like needs, if you're a yeah. business in oklahoma you do not drug test for marijuana if yeah. they're a medical patient fine yeah. if they're not a medical patient don't have their card you do not have to accept them. But if yeah. they have a card, you treat them just like they were a fucking diabetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly. how it needs to be. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. You tested positive for diabetes medication. I'm not going to be able to hire exactly. you. Exactly. Or you're fired. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, now, I, I understand. Okay. I understand the worry and the insurance issues that come up with being per se a semi truck driver, yeah, machinery. or a machine heavy machinery yeah, operator machinery. of any or kind, or even light machinery, um, or yeah, forklifts, whatever. Because yeah, yeah, you know, because uh, you don't want you don't want someone like insurance wise, but you can come up with ways to test the level of influence of marijuana, other than a piss test that measures the f- metabolites and the fat content. Exactly. Like and it it's was, a byproduct of being high. It's not even testing the level of high you are. It's testing how much you've smoked over the period of a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be like, are you high while you're working? Are you high right now? Yeah. And it's like, okay, no. Then how do we how do we make sure there there I guarantee you there is a a protein compound that happens in the mucus on our eyes 
when we're stoned and we get that glossy fucking shine, <laughs> I guarantee you, you could just fucking roll a cotton swab in the corner of someone's tear duct and fucking test that shit and be like, yeah. that dude was fucking lit three seconds ago. And then at the same time, you have the difficulty of impairment because you what, what be, is the level of impairment because exactly. there are functioning people on marijuana 100 percent. yeah some people will never be impaired you know what i mean yeah but me my, if i can get if i can get high enough i'm like good you know what i mean but just normally smoking you're maintaining just normally smoking you know it's just like you have a little bit of you have that head change or whatever right and then it's just like listening oh. to your favorite fucking song. Yeah. Right. Then you're kind of grooving and you're doing shit. You know what I mean? Like the best, the the thing I found out the best time to do any kind of exercise is stoned. You know, my friend Ryder because has argued with me like his favorite time in the world was to work out and like bench weights and shit when he was stoned. Yeah, because the feeling he got of the endorphin rush afterward. Yeah, when your body's fucking. Just wore out the endorphin rush that happens afterward with the with the sink of the THC. Yeah, fuck it's it, and it is it's superb. When I started uh, doing that diamond DDP yoga, when I started doing that uh, earlier last year, it, it really started helping me like take ten pounds off and get to where my knees could let me do squats again and shit. Because yeah. that's my biggest problem is like I just need to do fucking a hundred squats a day. And I'll lose the fucking weight. <laughs> but, like, my poor knees, like, click, clack. Click, clack, clack. Like, every fucking, yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, I'm 30, and it's time to pay attention to that poor sweet body that's yeah. been, you know. Take some vitamins. Doing so much for me. Yeah. Like, legitimately, like, got good fucking genes. How do we get here? Uh, oh, stoned psychedelics. Uh, oh, oh. So your meat suit when you're piloting it with marijuana or cannabis, it's just like a spiritual thing. Like, oh, I might actually have a spirit separate of my body. You know what I mean? Yes. But whenever I took mushrooms, that experience went from okay, I have a spirit outside of my body, to all of a sudden I'm I'm aware that of my it's connection. A, well, from my perspective, well, that too, but, like, it just felt like, oh, I'm also an NPC. And then, you know what I mean? I'm a part of something. That. That's exactly what it was, because um, my first kind of, like, it was like, I would... It's, it's like, the, the best way is... Describe it. Well, okay, like, as I was peeking, um, I would have different realizations that kind of led me to that conclusion where... I was like, the mushrooms were trying to tell me something. And I noticed a, uh, like a piece of the tree bark. And that kind of like, it just really stood out and made me realize, oh, like everything has layers. And like I've. And a pattern. Yeah. Like an onion. Well, I it just made me feel like <laughs> we're a part of a cell of an organism. You know what I mean? Oh, like, uh, oh, like that. That funny little Facebook page that posted that neat little cell diagram. The right way to do wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are words within words. <laughs> but, yeah, no, but, like, and it just, and then you also realize at the same time, while you are on a mid school level, you're also to something else, a higher level, like Tucker. Exactly, the only. Example, like, he's. Am I in the micro? 
I am the macro. Which is the fucking, that is the principle of, um, what is it? The thing that we talked about. The descent as above, so below? (sighs) The Kabbalistic stuff. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, With the, the tree of life. And the, yeah. the three, whatever the book is, the three, the initiates, the, whatever the hermist, hermagistics, <laughs> the hermist, uh, hermeticism, hermeticism, that's and it. The, the, yes. the Kabbalistic stuff. Yes. Um, the new age book, the new age book, that's the whole idea. It's like one of the, the one of the principles is the, the micro and the macro, the as above, as below. You know what I mean? And right. So it's right. like you, it all kind of clicks, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's like well, shit starts lining up that you're you've not really been looking at lining up, uh-huh. and you're just like, "Oh, it's weird." It was kind of like a confirmation <laughs> of like kind of beliefs that I dabbled in, and then. It was kind of a, and so it wasn't scary so much as it was just kind of like a, a warm and peaceful, like, oh, awakening. Well, I belong. You know what I mean? And it's fine. Even if I'm, <laughs> people you know often, what I mean? Like, oh, okay. People. Oh. I was going to say, he was the one that was just like, you know, I think from, from, from like, because I wasn't tripping, I was just not having a good time. He's like, you just need to let go. And I was like, we learned something from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, so like that's that's the the truth of the matter because yeah. like, well, like Corey was saying just a second ago, he was talking about uh, his meat suit and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the division that happened, like you begin to appreciate it because you realize that not only are you a part of something, like you are. You are something greater. Yeah. And it's not like the way it's been described by a lot of different people is it's not like it's not like catching a movie or visualizing something mm-hmm. uh, or, or watching the scrolling fucking pictograph. It's like tuning into a radio station. It's like all of a sudden you hit that right frequency mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. just starts tuning in. Yeah. And and that's that's the way that people really like to describe it. And it's because like it. I think it realigns us on a f- frequency that we don't quite understand yet. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it, it strips the barriers that we spend so much time building uh, <clears throat> to perceive this reality, this mm-hmm. this 3D construct that is the labyrinth. Yeah. And, and it allows us to perceive not only this dimension but the others mm-hmm. enveloped around us the, yeah. that are neighbored with it's, us yeah so sense. it's like you're it, like you, you can either dip below you can either dip further into the you know to the lower section of the dimensional vibration or you can flip up into 5D is how the the uh the crazies <laughs> talk about it but in all honesty like uh, okay. That's that's just how that's how I've been. That's what I've learned and what I felt. I think is more important in my experience from it. Uh, and I haven't dabbled a lot, uh, but like the DMT trips I've had, I learned even though it's only a handful of times. Uh, that was all I needed, and that was what was. 
I don't know, a lot of people get caught up in, like, this rush to go fucking get high on DMT. And, like, yeah, it's exciting, and it's... It could be an amazing, interesting, fun time, but that's not what it's about. And... uh, I'm actually really thankful the first guy that introduced it to me did not... There was not a transaction. It was... he, He was like, hey, man, here. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, no. No, that's not what this is about. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, no, they don't know. He was like, this is is a gift. Oh. Okay. And, like, normally that's like a you try before you buy, so you get hooked with, like, meth and shit. Yeah. But, like, for me, it didn't, uh, I didn't freak, like, it. It wasn't super addicting to me. Now, I know people that are fucking addicted to it and just are fucking trying to... Like, they're synthesizing DMT to fucking trip the next day. Yeah. Like, fucking just got to keep their shit up. And they're doing it in dab rigs because they're having to smoke so much of it to fucking get to those peaks now. Because they're dabbing dabbing it every day. And there's a really good shamanistic post about poison. Like, what's the definition of poison when a shaman was asked? And it is poison is in is too much of anything. Anything can become a poison when you do too much of it. I like that. And and that's uh, that's just just like with DMT, with marijuana, with with alcohol, with <coughs> with with our with medication, with our inhalers, with our food. Food. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Speaking of which. And masturbation. Promote us. Did you know that you can die? Okay, you're, I'm sorry. You're. I'm not making a good point for them to promote us. I think us. it's how Elvis died. Masturbation? I think oh. he was pulling his putt on the toilet. Yeah, you believe in that one? I, I think so. It's because like you got heart rates up. You know, you it's just a perfect got done storm. Straining a little bit. It's it perfect is the perfect storm. Yeah, honestly. You're already there. You're cutting off circulation to your legs, fucking with the blood pressure. You yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. Rerouting blood to other places. It, it could have been a fucking blood clot. Could have been the, the years of drugs. Well, yeah. Obviously. But what I'm saying is. Cocaine and buggers. <laughs> it's the perfect storm. Yes. I just hope I don't die that way. But I think about that every time I have my phone on the toilet. I'm like, this just just for practice sake, uh, clear history out. <laughs> so it's like I make sure that like if I start like having heart palpitations, yeah. like I maybe can get to clear history fast enough. <laughs> well, I've been having um oh, fuck. need like an app that does like an all purge button. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Honestly. I I need to get like some sort of like LastPass thing set up. That way, if I do die, my passwords are all there, so my loved ones can access my stuff. I that's yeah. the problem with technology now. It's like back in the day, your family died, and they would all go, the passwords are gone. Well, yeah. like you, they wouldn't have passwords. They'd go, you'd go and have that. You'd have the letters and stuff, so you wouldn't need it. But nowadays, everything is password this, password that, mm-hmm. and. Facebook yeah. and like and you have to be able to log into a loved one's page to make it a memorial exactly right yeah. like all that stuff and like we're we're going to hit um some I read it a long time ago actually they described a um we are going to have a digital cemetery um, no a digital well kind of a digital um what dark ages 
There's gonna, there's going to be, there could potentially be segments of history lost to future generations because we weren't able to upload, transmute it to the digital translation, yes, or say your cell phone, the data that you lose because you didn't upload it to the cloud, or you lost mm-hmm. it on the cloud, or hundreds of years from now, or whatever for now, there's not going to be physical evidence. The data for fire building is fucking corrupt. So no one knows, like, they know it involves two sticks, and you do something with them, and it makes fire. Yeah. But, like, like, minuscule things that that would be... Well... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, for example, like, when I lost my phone in Kansas City... Oh, yeah. Some of my my photos on the cloud did not transfer over. Yeah. And they were some that I sent to him. Thankfully, he was able to send them to me, but... You know, for, for that, it's just like another thing gone because when they stole my iPhone, I just, I don't find my iPhone, I literally just wiped the fucking phone clean. Right. And, you know, so they couldn't get into anything. And, yeah. you know, it's just like the little things like that that you're talking about that are going to get lost. Yeah. Like, because I know my parents, like, thankfully, I know their passwords to their phones and stuff. But if I didn't, that's a whole chapter of their lives that they've documented through, you know, their journeys and their travels, you know, that they do together. That's gone. 100%. And that's the recent years. And I think that, I think I learned that when Aunt Tracy died. Yeah. Because we lost a lot of photos and everything. Right. On her phone. Yeah. So... But well, even uh, even in my own life, like I deleted my Tumblr page, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I used that, that's like four years of my life that yeah. I, you know, and that is completely I just deleted, yeah. and it's like pictures and stuff, and not that I mm-hmm. need or want any of them. It's just like, oh, well, that's all the evidence of that is gone. You know what I mean? Well, like, that it's, it's also like kind of where we like. Where we first, yeah, yeah, and all that's gone. <laughs> so I feel bad about that. It's okay. Um, it's just something that needed to be done, though. Well, yeah, and like, well, and yeah. like our MySpace is everyone's MySpace is gone. Everyone's or your MySpace. live journal or whatever it was, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and how much? Like, how many? I've had hundreds of pictures on there. I didn't have that many on MySpace because during my day, yeah. it was really like advanced to fuck. Oh, you gotta, you're a little bit. You're a little bit younger than me, so well, like, you're kind of actually a lot younger. <laughs> not by that much. Basically, Five MySpace years. was out whenever uh, it was like not cool anymore. Whenever you were on social media, you're probably too young for MySpace, and then by the time you're old enough for social media, you're probably more into Facebook. No, I was on MySpace. Oh, really? Yes, I was. Back in that day, it was harder to upload videos and photos because we could only do it from our cameras. Oh. And, like, you had to rely on your parents, like, being able to, like, go to the internet. And, yes. like, you know, back yes. in the old days. And if you lost your USB cable to connect the fucking oh, camera to the computer, that's done. Yeah. So I literally have SD cards from when I was young like that. Yeah. That, like, there's a whole chapter of my life that I've had on this camera that I was not able to upload because I lost the cable to it. Well, and that was before the time where they made the SD slots in the, the in the laptops oh, and the converters. Yeah, yeah, it was before yeah, yeah, yeah. its time. And so if you didn't find that cord, you're fucked. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen, well, even more recently, I've seen your... Um, 
your camera uh, SD cards, like some of them from whenever you were young, and like one of them, like you know, at the time it was like top of the line, but it's like two hundred megabytes, or it's like one gig. You know yes! what I mean? And you're like, you know, that back then, like the gig, and that was like, oh my god, that's amazing. You know? What and I mean? then we got like the gray ones that was like the ultra that were like the really yeah. good ones. Those would cost you an arm and a leg, and it'd only be like so fucking small, yeah. and it would still cost you forty five dollars. And apparently, I see people buying like the same one with like three times the amount of storage for half the price i have not been sd card shopping in a long time because my dad gives them to me yeah but like it's just so funny because every now and then i'll come across one just randomly in the house and it just cracks me up it's like oh yeah 500 megabytes that's awesome <laughs> like what it's like that's like one photo now you know or like, i know right <laughs> i know if it was in raw it'd just be fucked Kids, kids, kids. I saved you something, Blake. God. <laughs> you have been farting a lot this week. I've had a lot of fiber. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Get, get regular, baby. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so scared of fiber. I, I was taking like Metamucil <laughs> and I fucked up and took it before I went to bed one night and that was a mistake. <laughs> Weeks. Oh my Four god. Weeks. But I was on like a liquid diet. Like shit was just not passed and I was just ooh. and then like for like fucking <coughs> a week and a half it was just squirts and oh. and then the cork popped loose and, oh. and I was like, oh my god. I had Isn't s- the, oh sorry go ahead I was about to say I had C. diff so I, I totally she get is, it so she knows all about that shit and it's all about that shit in life <laughs> yeah I, um, I do want to apologize for that fart that was pretty fucking gnarly <laughs> 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 oh man that's gnarly what are your opinions and thoughts on the poop the shotgun poop well okay Fuck. not the shotgun okay there's two different poops I'm talking about here number one the shotgun poop you sit down and your tummy's been churning like it's been churning you run in there you sit down and as soon as your ass cheeks hit <laughs> and boom it just boom right and then like when you're done the toilet looks like a shotgun just scattered <laughs> like, pellets of shit everywhere you know like pow that's like, how my other roommate used to leave the toilets so, oh yeah, no it's terrible yeah oh my god yeah so what do you like like i think those are like the most just amazing things you're like you're just like holy shit blows you away yeah it blows you away so what are your opinions about his favorite thing to do in the world is in his morning routine he goes in and he sits on the throne and he fucking grabs his little bong he has on the counter and he fucking you know he after he gets his little morning business going does his poops Grabs his little bong, takes a little hip. <laughs> and that, that last three coughs makes that last little turd that's hanging up in there. Shoot right out of your asshole, is what he says. It's fucking great. Oh I've God. done that before. Smoking the poops? No. The oh, poops you coughed so hard. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> You're like, I might as well just do this while I'm here. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to hit this bong. And then you're like, eh, eh, and you hear the pee squished out. You're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, yeah, because I could have been on the couch. I, I take I take, uh, I take, fat ribs in the shower. 
Well, I've never done that. I bet that is. That's how I did. Well, you know, when it's hard, you get like two inch stands. So I like um, the idea of smoking in the shower. I've never done that. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> Pretty dope. It's like shower beer, but shower bong. That's how my like, dad does it's it. It's like shower thoughts times ten. Ooh. <clears throat> so in the shower, yeah. and then like if you ever get up the fucking nerve to sing. Oh, well, you're in there, Stone, and the fucking echoes start going. Like, oh, oh, it's nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do that when I take baths. When you're not home, I'll take a bath, and I'm like, ah! If I were a rich man. I don't sing in the shower. Oh. Do you sing in the bath? No, I don't sing. I just realized I don't sing. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I sing now that I have children. Like, I used to I don't do, even do that. Up, but. It's like Maddie will want like a lullaby while she's going to sleep. Yeah. So like I'll, oh, I'll sing. <clears throat> I don't know. I think I sing in the car sometimes, but I haven't in a long time. Maybe I'm broken. You're. You talked about. You're not uh, broken. So wait a minute. Like you're not broken, but when we don't feel happy. <laughs> no, um, what I mean is, I think I have crippling social anxiety that keeps me from singing. Uh, yeah, that's probably it. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And then, like, if anyone ever, like, also, like, if you were, like, annoyingly singing as a kid in your childhood and your father or mother was like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I would imagine that's what probably happened. I would 100%. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's probably what it, it is. It just it's resonates. Just, yeah, like and it, I don't even remember that specific moment, but it's probably what happened. Uh, right. I know for a fact I was a weird fucking kid. I would have been the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been that kind of kid. <laughs> so I, like, I honestly don't even, like, I love my parents and they were great. But I would, I mean, I, anyone would do that. Like, shut up. You know what I mean? You get frustrated because the kid's like being quiet when it's like, like you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever. Uh, oh, no. I like, I can see it. Yeah. And, see it. and then it just, it, I just happen to be so neurotic that I uh, developed crippling anxiety about it. I had <laughs> crippling anxiety as a child to like do music and things around my dad because he was such a fucking music snob. Yeah. And he's like, Steve I is the best guitarist in the world. And I, I, I just oh, remember Lord. Yeah, he's one of those. And so like when I was little I Have s- you sit in the back seat. Come here, honey, home. sit down. <laughs> this is crossroads. What? Oh What are you My God, you sit can she sit down with her father still? Can you sit down with your father? Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure some people's dads aren't around. I can't oh, be no, like yeah, some are dead. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> so, like, I was gonna say, like, next time you sit down with him, you should ask him about Crossroads. Say, so, hey, dad, what's Crossroads? I've never seen it. Someone said it was shit. <laughs> oh, now you just try to start yeah. shit. I can just tell. <laughs> I will tell you something though, and it will disappoint your dad. So please never let him know. What? I've never seen Crossroads. Ooh! What is it? It's one of Steve Vai's... It's one of the movies Steve Vai was in. Uh, but it's about a kid learning to play the blues. It's like the only movie ever about guitar. <laughs> it is the it is the guitar movie. Because, like, Steve Vai's in it, and he's this badass fucking rocket rebel. Fucking owned by the devil. Playing these tasty, sexy fucking riffs. <laughs> like, and like just shredding. 
like tearing it up and then this kid comes up with his blues and he's all like and then he wins he's not lying (laughs) i cannot believe i've never heard of this yeah my dad used to make me like sit down He'd be like, watch this with me, and it'd be like the G four like fucking yeah. guitarist. Up the reason there. Like, the reason people get all fucking dick hard about Crossroads is because Steve Vai played all the guitar parts for that movie. The yeah. parts the kid plays. Oh and he, yeah, yeah, The thing is, I don't understand is what, what I really want to know because I haven't seen it, but I do know about that legendary scene. Is they have a guitar the battle. battle? They have a guitar right? battle, mm-hmm. and what really just makes me wonder is like what the fuck led up to that and the story arc that's like you know what how are we going to resolve this conflict a fucking guitar battle bro they're right. going to guitar well, it's, it's, it's the case Sarah, Sarah of is that even what I'm supposed to say there I don't think it is it's the case hotel of uh, the devil went down to Georgia, right? The fiddle battle. Oh, is that what it is? It's exactly like that. It's they're he's in, <clears throat> but it's they're like dueling the devil. Yeah. They met the devil at the crossroads. Oh, oh, because this movie's called Crossroads. <laughs> You're right. Oh, fuck. Okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so I had to be really high to get that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. That one like went right over my head. <laughs> Holy shit. I will say I have been fortunate enough to meet him multiple times. You what? Oh, you met him. I've met him multiple times. Yeah, so she don't even need to see Crossroads. Wow, I've met she him lived three times. It. She yeah. lived it. <laughs> I mean, we literally got we literally got six hours early to a concert, and uh, we go to the back of the state or the back of the. Uh, venue and the doors open somebody's walking down the hallway and I'm like mom that's bye she's like no it's not I was like it's bye here 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 he fucking comes fucking Steve bye so we yeah. fucking yeah so we're like decent <laughs> so we got a picture with them and my parents are crazy so they go to the nearest Walgreens they get pictures done they, and then my mom they print pictures out they leave the concert because they came early, print out pictures and go back <laughs> and oh, go back to the concert God. that night. And my mom is a bulldog. She's an asshole. I love you, mom, but you're an asshole. And, you and know she's that. short, so she can just kind of push her way. Through. Oh, she's mean. She's a oh, she's mean. And so she walks up to the stage and just fucking, just fucking right in the next fucking security guard. She's like, excuse me, goes on his amp. And she just slaps down three photos. She's like, can I get your signature and all these? And he looks over, and it's all of the family members, like in every photo <laughs> wow. that posted them earlier that day. And he just died laughing. And he just got his... Then we got his signature, and it was, like, iconic. So my mom was, like, stealing, like, posters off the walls and shit that had his face on it. And she's nice. like... She's like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'll never forget that. He looked at us like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fresh fuck? <sighs> it just makes me think of, like, the trailer for Boys. <laughs> just yes. what I think yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, what the, what is that, that one so guy's, much? what's the guy's name that's on there? Um, oh, oh. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach. He's like, what the fuck's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. I got hookers and drugs. <laughs> oh my god! 
fuck. <laughs> did um did you tell him? I know like last time you were here, you we talked about Kansas City, I think. Mm-hmm. But did you tell him about your mom like road raging at you? My mom was. <laughs> Oh, they almost landed on uh, Reddit, like r slash trashy. My mom was no, crazy. Um, so, like, I couldn't find my phone when I got... My bad, public freakouts. Oh! <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, I lost my phone. I didn't lose it. It was literally wedged between the passenger seat. Someone grabbed it. Oh, well, oh, I was talking oh, about oh, when oh, my oh. mom freaked out. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. She was just like... You can't get your shit together. You can't even find your fucking phone. Let me in the fucking driver's seat because it's my fucking car. And I was like, well, mom, you can chill the fuck out for a second. Context was they just got the replacement and it slid between the seats. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's like, you just can't get your shit together. And I'm like, no, mom. My phone just fell out of my fucking pocket while it got up. She's just like, let me drive. So I get out of the car to grab my phone and she runs over the driver's seat, right? I hate being in that position as a man. Women are fighting. <laughs> I was there. Women are fighting. Oh, you weren't even there? No. no. Okay, no. smart man. No. It was just yeah. me and her. <laughs> and she starts driving off. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go up there and Christopher's in the back seat. Christopher's in the back seat. <laughs> screaming at the Bob. Stop it! <laughs> and so she won't fuck it. So she just keeps inching forward, inching forward. I finally get pissed off enough where I'm like, I'm just going to fucking sit on the fucking hood of the car. So I just fucking lay my whole ass body on the hood of the car. We're literally b- uh, below a highway. There's like a main street. And I'm just flopped on the fucking hood. And I'm like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere now. Get out of the goddamn driver's seat oh so I God. can drive. Because she's like, I'm getting tired and I can't focus. And I was like, you're going to fucking kill us if you don't let me fucking drive. She's like, no. So this goes on for like five minutes, dude. And then five. She's finally, I just get in the car and I give up. But I'm like, fine, you fucking win. She's like, well, now I'm more awake. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, like, she's fucking crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. That's my, that's my dysfunctional family. <laughs> oh, we've all got them. Dark. Dark. But... Uh, the world is a dark place sometimes, but it doesn't have to be. Not if we don't let it be. No. Uh, I've been thinking think okay, about that. And, and segue back into my original statement, this is why we have to go back to a tribal society where it's our children that we protect. We got <laughs> goddamn close back in Texas last uh, week this week yeah no shit man yeah have you seen the article that came out this morning um talking about how they came like seconds and minutes away from complete blackout for months from, yeah ergot said that it was it would have been a complete been shutdown yeah. and then it would have been months before they could have totally turned power back on yeah the state because they have to turn it on in sections and is there not is there not a nuclear power plant in Texas? I bl- I don't know. I don't know. Probably is. It's fucking big enough. It's big enough, but that doesn't mean that they procured a power plant. That's fair. But um, yeah, that just blew my mind. Like you know, the prepper fuckers have been talking about that kind of shit. 
they've been talking about that shit forever. Like, the power grid's gonna go down. Power grid's gonna, and we were so fucking goddamn close. You know what I mean? That's crazy. They have three nuclear power plants. Three? That's kind of crazy to yeah. think about. Three nuclear power plants that and what close. enough power. It just shows you how much, like, we drain on that fucking grid for one street. I will counter-argue that shows you how much they have neglected to upgrade the infrastructure. Sure. Sure. How many Americans abuse the power, though? Every one of them. Yeah. Because we take it for granted. And I don't... Okay. Wait. Wait a minute. Let me backpedal. People froze to death in the streets. Yeah. And... It was hor. It is horrible, and there was- I really feel for the state of Texas. Senator Cruz, bite the bullet. You shouldn't have went to fucking Cancun. Just admit it. Don't back play back. They left the dog at home. <sighs> wow. Yeah. There was no excuse. If, yeah. If was, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Especially at being being someone with that kind of money, you can get a dog. Hotel. You can buy a fucking dog watcher for the weekend like, well i mean you can not just, only can you rent them on an app on your fucking phone there's plenty of kennels that rent yeah kennels yeah what is it doggy daycare doggy daycare yeah yeah you can get boarding they have boarding, they have boarding uh, it would right. be boarding because it's over an hour yeah. yeah but that or they could travel and pay for the extra fee to have their dog with them with them in cancun yeah because it's not like they're not gonna let fuck take their dog to cancun yeah now you know what maybe that's not true because I remember Johnny Depp got in trouble because he broke uh, international quarantine because he brought a dog somewhere uh, so with Cancun that, there may be something like that he also nonchalantly made a joke about assassinating a president so fair yeah We're, yeah so he's not a very good uh, <laughs> like I, <laughs> well and you know what you, you talked about people freezing to death outside um, a few things on that. There was a, a report of a um, a couple, I believe, that froze to death in their own home. I saw it here in Tulsa. I don't know where it was. I can't remember. In the recliner. There was a. Oh no! I didn't even. Wow. So there was more than one. There was a homeless person that. Uh, yes. Was, there was a couple yes. of homeless people, and I know a lot of the problem they're having here in Oklahoma is getting them to go to the shelters. Cause well, they, the thing is, we have so few. Most of the people who would need to go are, um, they have either pets or... Well, and they've already staked, like, people don't realize, I'm sure that there is, it's it's real estate, quote unquote, in a way, like, you've staked claim to a location. Yeah. Yeah. And if you leave throughout the day, like, and you're not there to watch it, and someone else yeah. stakes claim, like... Well, and also, like, if you're experiencing homelessness for a long period of time, whether it's because This is of, mine. This is all I have. Well, um, you can become... Especially if you're having, like, mental health issues yeah. or drug abuse or something, you can uh, have bad experiences at these shelters. You can be robbed or oh, whatever. Oh, for sure. And then and then why would you want to go back there? It's hard to go back when you're been, you've been safe on the street for so long. You know what I mean? So I get it, I get it, and then um, I don't get it. I do not get it because I haven't experienced it. But I can understand that process, and I, I can empathize. You know what I mean? But here in fucking Tulsa, um, there are they took away. Yeah, so yeah. I know a couple people in local bands that are um, uh, just really about building community and doing things for the community that they are, you know, our community basically. You know what I mean? 
And they have been um, volunteering with a group called... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Food Not Bombs. Food Not Bombs. It's something, something, like something very, yeah. close, very close to that. And um, they've been doing community outreach and stuff. And did a lot of uh, work with um, people experiencing homelessness and everything. But anyways, they had a big donation drive for people. And... Um, like as the snow was coming in, you know what I mean? Like the day before the snow was coming in, they were handing stuff out. And oh no, it was the day of. Like it was the day of. It was the day of. They were expecting the snow overnight. It was that night. And then um, that evening, they were passing everything out, and the police came and confiscated all of the firewood that people had donated. And they wow. confiscated. They even bought, they went out of their way, and they bought kind of like those, what we legally are supposed to have. What? The fire pit in the backyard. Oh. We have a metal fire pit. And they bought a whole bunch of those, so yeah. it wasn't illegal. Yes. Right. They so would it, have an actual place to Because it has yeah. to be yeah, a contained the fire. Yeah, it's controlled. Yeah. So they went out of their way and bought all of these items for them on top of this wood that was donated. And... The police literally took all of it away from yeah. them and told them they had like an hour or two to clean out the whole area, the tents, their whole. Well, you know, that sounds like, very familiar of G.T. Burnham kicking all of the homeless out of downtown Tulsa when his famous president came to town. Yes. And then they all went to Sand Springs. Huh. And the thing is, the Sand Springs, like, I, we talk, you know, it's a very small town. A lot of yeah. people talk there. My parents live there. And there's not the resources. There's no resources in no. Sand Springs for homeless yeah. people. There's not even enough resources for no. the individuals and that also, live there. Two thirds of the children there apparently are on some sort of like food, like some kind of benefit, benefit for like food at school or assistance, some sort of assistance. Well, no, it's like free lunch. Oh, the free lunch. The yes, lunch. the free lunch. Free I, I was lunch. on the reduced well, lunch. Well, no, yeah. we have. I believe it's assisted lunches in Oklahoma. I don't know that we have universal free lunches. No, but it's just the get, reduced cost. It's reduced the reduced cost. 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 Mine was reduced, I think, for yeah. a while. Uh, they may have changed that here. I'm not sure, but I'm. It's been it like a, that's it's ten been years a since minute. we went to school. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on what you make. If it's you, usually a hot topic, yeah. Because like it just depended because my it would depend on how much my mom made. There were some times where I was getting lunch for free. There were some times where I paid forty cents. And then there are sometimes where I paid full price. Yeah. It depended on your parents' income. Yeah. And they would calculate it. Oh yeah. And that's how they did. That's how they did it in my school anyway. Yeah. So because I remember like it changed all the fucking time. I could not get just like yeah, the fucking never you know like yeah. So it was different every day. I can remember there not being any money and charging on the account, and they'd be like, "Well, you know you." you charged five dollars worth of charges on the account today yeah and it's like what the fuck do you want me to do about it i'm 11 yeah yeah like you're shaking me down for the money that my parents are responsible for that they obviously haven't been able to get to you yet and then like to be punished you would have not i don't i don't think i ever had to do it but i I remember the sack lunch yeah i remember kids like you get punished if your parents didn't pay it'd be just a pb and j get a peanut butter and jelly that was your sack lunch yeah Yeah, that's all i we that's all we got there were times where my family was so poor i 
I was that kid that had to have the fucking peanut butter and jelly yeah. and the saran wrap. And you know, that you is know? such a fucked up thing because it's not any more money to give them a slice of that fucking pie or whatever the food that they or were Or how about the, sh- the fucking three trays of pizza you just fucking cooked that you're about to throw away two of? Exactly. exactly. You know you're about to throw away two half yeah, trays of fucking pizza. but you're going to make this kid, you're going to yeah. shame this kid. Yes. And make him have a fucking you got to prove a point. you yeah. got to let the parents know that, yeah. hey... I had a really bad day today, and everyone made fun of me. Well, yeah. why, little Timmy? Because you don't make enough money, Dad. Yeah. Like, you know, or Mom. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just, yeah, it's heartbreaking to see it happen. But, like. It sucks. And I take, I, I take for granted uh, how well I had it. I do, because there were kids that Excuse me. that was the only good meal of the day. Yeah, yeah. Because when they got home, they were going to eat like three or four Pringles that they found in the cabinet and then like maybe half a bread and a slice of cheese if they were lucky. Yeah. Because more than likely, all that's left is bread and mayo. I was that kid. Right. Like, I mean, like. like yeah. I was that kid. That's why I'm so like. Yeah. picky about how much food we have <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna have that talk i gotta have yeah. my sock no i i was on both i was on both sides of it because i've been there i've i've had the rolled up bologna sandwich because <laughs> i had a slice of bologna you know what i mean right. but no bread it's like all right you know what i mean but um and a lot a whole fucking lot of uh saltine crackers with like melted craft cheese <laughs> Shit. yeah what is that. up with that my, my parents love saltines. or like potato chips and barbecue sauce yeah oh <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like you do what you gotta do when you food, man. <laughs> well, dad, I mean. dad got fucking laid off from the company it'd be it'd be like it'd be just unemployment paychecks and they'd you know, you'd get po' boy sandwiches and be fucking mm-hmm. bologna on toast with uh, baked beans spread over it. <coughs> yeah, my mom was unemployed for two years. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. So oh, that is tough. We uh, heavily relied on, there was like a little outreach that was across the street from us. Yeah. We lived in downtown Broken Arrow and um, we would end up going there to get our food and the neighbor across the street from us volunteered there so she knew us so we'd always get extra food and we were thankful for that but the thing is is like mostly got desserts and shit that were expired from research right right. you know and it's like okay this can only get me so far man like the hardest part libby would you saying that reminded me because libby used to work the deli and and like bakery at walmart and like every day there would be meat that would be like close or like deli returns mm-hmm. like someone bought a full fucking pack of deli meat that just got sliced well they can't do anything with it they can't put it back on the shelf to sell mm-hmm. so they just throw it in this fucking big meat bin dumpster so it spoils and rots all day and then they take that big ass fucking meat dumpster and they ship it off to a dog food facility where they make Damn. dog food for Tuck Tuck yeah. out of spoiled fucking meat and like, or they sell it to Tiger Joe. Or they sell it to fucking Tiger Joe. Joe exactly. Exotic. Exactly. <laughs> um, but that was what I thought I found was so weird about it was like there were tons of people that asked like that would be digging through that spoiled ass fucking day old meat bin yeah. that's been sitting out in the hundred degree sun all day like obviously getting meat for home. Mm-hmm. And our managers would run out and be like, you can't fuck. Well, what if they eat it and get sick? Then they probably won't be back. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, no, they could sue us. It's a liability. And it's like Walmart legitimately is so worried about people digging through their... Like, if you call the fucking cops here in Oklahoma, like, someone's digging through my trash. Okay. You have a good day, sir. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. unless they're on your property, fucking mm-hmm. buy it. Like, if they're digging through your trash at the curb, they ain't gonna fucking do anything. Don't people think we have fuck. Yeah. They've got people <laughs> leaving their pocket to bust. Mm-hmm. Gotta make that money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you saying right before that? Because I thought. No, what were you saying? Right before that, before the weed part. About. <coughs> I don't know. <coughs> what was the topic we were on? Libby was. You said something about Libby being. Oh, the meat. Oh, it oh, was. Meat, it was just the fact oh. that Walmart, oh, yeah. as a corporation, uh, instead of being willing to like meat that comes in from claims like the same day like sliced meat that gets sliced that day mm-hmm. they won't like set aside as free meat yeah just to have mm-hmm. because it's a liability yeah like so this is really good and I hope I can remember it um I already forgot okay. hold on hold on um meat the god of meat meat okay it's all meat so it goes it ties back into your tribalism idea it's my daughter preacher that's it okay listen the tribalism it ties back into that that's what it is train of thought back on fucking course baby um (laughs) i was about ready to shave hideaway well we still can but it ties into um i came across this thing recently and it was kind of there. Someone was breaking down the idea of why we have greed and why people who are like, say, Bezos, you're mm-hmm. just unimaginably wealthy. Yeah. But why do you still want more? And the argument is that because we started as hunter gatherers, our instinct at the core of our being is to collect for winter you know what i mean and just collect right. so we're okay collect and we evolved in a way that doesn't have an off switch for that whenever we're satisfied whenever we should have enough when there's no way for that to turn off and so when you have these like mega wealthy people it's because their brain is just like there is an argu- an interesting article that talks about that vaguely about how our ancient human ancestors may have some of them in certain family branches uh-huh. uh, in the uh, Homo sapiens genealogy uh, tried to hibernate and it failed. Really? Like the like our ancestor, like Neanderthal or in between somewhere in yeah. there, they someone tried they to someone tried hibernating. But it didn't quite work out. Yeah. They couldn't like it was a very inefficient hibernation. Uh, I don't remember. I I want to say it's because they found like a body in a cave, and they were studying it, and it was like, like not in stasis, but it was like mm-hmm. they they could yeah. tell what they were doing. But um, there was I came across an argument saying the opposite. It was a semi vague scientific article. So who knows if it's true or not? But supposedly, um, they were studying, and it, they may have not even come to the conclusion. But I think they were studying the uh, the possibility that um, at one point we may have hibernated. That's what. Yeah, they said that. W- w- like we tried to, but it was very inefficient. 
Oh, that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like they, it said that at one point our ancestors tried hibernation, tried to make it work, but like it was just our metabolisms were too different and oh, slow down enough to like gotcha, for it to work properly, make it beneficial. Right now, I wonder if that maybe that's something we lost. Yeah, and maybe like you know the idea of the Tibetan monk that can control his body or his temperatures and stuff that sounds like that's just metabolism so what if that used to be a function that we used to have well you know they say that like certain tibetan like the like there's the tibetan monk that uh his like body he's like he's in stasis yeah and they concealed him in that burial room yeah but like his body didn't deteriorate I like it, with no embalming yeah. or something. It yeah. was very weird, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, the mummified one. Yeah, the mummified one. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like mummified, but they were not not embalmed. Yeah. Or, yeah, but yeah. it was just his body was what the Buddhists believed was his body was and transferring into energy. Mm. Is like he was literally yeah a curing himself over time. Yeah. And that he really wasn't dead. He was just in a very deep meditative state. So he is the god emperor of Warhammer 40k. Yes. Um, so. I've been operating for a while since we did the simulation theory idea yeah. that. This probably is some sort of simulation, and I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? And I've always kind of just viewed the monk guys as guys, people that figured out a way to hack the system. But it never clicked properly. It's like with spirituality. Like, why would spirituality hack a computer algorithm? You know what I mean? Right. And um, I knew it wasn't any kind of like magic, like ritual magic because it seems a lot more tangible than the results that ritual magic can produce because you're doing your body um but after doing mushrooms it makes more sense if we are all connected through one like quote unquote organism wow that's very interesting fuck that's deep um (laughs) yeah blew my mind uh, you know the okay. There's a um, there's a quote um, that's oh, attributed no. like Hermes Trismegistus. That's no. what the name is, Trismegistus or whatever, the uh, Hermeticism stuff, right? Uh, there's a quote that's attributed to him that basically boils down to like, if you don't uh, look at yourself and see God, if you don't no. equate yourself and put your level uh, it on the same level as God, like what will you know? Like how can you say that you know God? You know what I mean? Right. And it's that kind of as above us, so below thing, more or less. And it's just like, oh, that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? Because there's those <laughs> tiers where sometimes you feel like you're like that top level, and then next time you're like, oh, no, there's a higher level or there's a lower level. You know what I mean? Like, you're all the same entity. So, how, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, right. oh, oh, shit. And it explains how God's like, I made you in my image. But it's like, oh, you're just, we're the same fucking thing. We are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and like, so what if, what if God is, what if you individually are the, 
floating microorganism inside of the cell. You're, I thought about that. The, you were the cell inside of the macro. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. I have two ways of thinking about that. And just initially, like, on a base level, like, oh, I'm a cell. If I'm a cell, I want to be on the hip of a dinosaur. Um, I don't know, like, thigh, thigh, like, that's where I want my cell to be located. Um, and my, and that, but uh, the other, the flip side, um, I view it like a rubber band ball. Okay. Like, I feel like it's more, it's more like the earth is the rubber band ball and we're different layers. I and like you, that. Vibrating strings. Yeah. Talk I think you need to go potting. You think, okay. Uh, is it pee pee time? You gotta go? You I, gotta, I do, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. For allowing me to be back at the table. I enjoyed it. We'll have to pick up next time. With yeah. the rest of our simulation theory, yeah, conversation. Uh, maybe we can do a little bit more deep diving on it. Yeah, and check it out. So. Um, by the way, if anyone wants to, we are daily checking our wonderful fucking posts that you leave for us in both of our emails. Uh-huh. Do wrong right at gmail dot com and doing wrong right at gmail dot com. Absolutely, and uh, just give us a shout. Say uh, hey. I like the way you smell, and also thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, someone's that close to you. We need to have a talk. <laughs> did you see my um, waxy butt picture? The yes, I did. Well, yes. <laughs> well, yes. Okay, so my idea was that you'll take the sensi and you'll stick it in your butt cheeks, and when it melts, it forms a mold of your butt crack, and then okay. you can pop it out and then wear it the next day. He's so proud of this. What what does it do? It shall it, it's supposed to make you smell it good. It smells good. It keeps your butt from stinking. Oh. Because we know how much of a problem he has with his ass. But what on. if so like some people have a naturally shaven coin purse. Others if you stuck wax in your ass cheek. <laughs> I guess I didn't the hairs about that. would be. Co- <laughs> we need to revisit the drawing board on this one, <laughs> <laughs> honey. Uh, help me! No, I'm gonna have to tell all my hashtag boss moms that, <laughs> <laughs> that the business can't go forward <laughs> and they're not gonna be business owners. Fuck. You guys remember when Lucy said on Disenchant, he's like, "My precious body butters." Oh <laughs> 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 uh, shit! Thank you, guys. Good night, motherfuckers. And I guess I'm about to go get robbed. What? Uh, uh, I don't know.